Welcome everybody to another edition of the Nerdwatch Podcast. It's uh it's an edition where both Format and Ganon and Alika are back! They're back for the Nerdwatch Podcast. Where did we go? Uh, well, gentlemen, uh, first right. off, introduce uh, let me introduce everybody. Let's go around the horn a little bit. First <laughs> off, Format is in the house. Uh, also, the more importantly, the, Silent Sean's in the Gannon house. Gannon is in the house. Alika, the owner and proprietor of Maui Comics and Collectibles, in the, is in the house. And as you said, Gannon, the most important person, is in the house as well. Silent Bears? Sean is in the house. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Can't do it without you, sir. All right. Actually, I'm the most important person in the house because I'm a woman. Oh, okay. All right. There is a lady in the house, so I have to kind of behave on this show. And that's completely fine. So, um, gentlemen. Keep your pants on. I'm trying. Right? It's really tough. No, right take now. them off. Oh. It's a very pants optional podcast. <laughs> you guys a, don't know because you guys only hear us. It's the, it's the pants optional Nerdwatch podcast. Listen to it it's in the your underwear. It's the knickers on a, <laughs> edition right, of podcast. Right. <laughs> All right. So let me explain what in the holy heck happened last week. Um, had a huge issue with a Windows 10 update that effectively rendered my original program that I used to record this show. So we're blaming Bill Gates. We are. We're, we're, we're blaming Bill Gates. We're probably going to blame it on the ghost of Steve Jobs, who probably had more of a hand in trying to, you know, take down Windows. You might be right, Yeah, yeah. So, you know, what happened was is that it only recorded six and a half minutes of the show, and it cut out. Was it the best six minutes? I uh, I don't I know you didn't hear the show, but let me let me tell you this. Oh, obviously not. It was. <laughs> you didn't hear the show with Barry, but I'll, I'll let you in on that in a minute. Sure. Okay. Without a doubt, in my opinion, I told Barry this um, when we recorded that without a doubt, that was the one that was missed was one of the best shows we ever did, in my opinion. I thought it was amazing. Are you just saying that because we're in the I, room with you? I am absolutely. We <laughs> Listen, we talked about tug fests. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. We uh, we had talked about all of us participating. All in the tug participating. Fest. Now we know why you erased it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the racy edition That's of the racy edition of the Nerdwatch podcast. So let me let me. Uh, I forgot about that. Sure <laughs> <laughs> you did. Sure you did. Uh, but it was it was it was definitely eventful. Uh, we talked about uh, Shattered Empire uh, uh, that week as well. He gave us the rundown. We talked about a bunch of we stuff. About the visit too. Didn't we, we talked about the visit, which I wanted to talk about again this week. So just in case everybody, since everybody missed it, we'd have a chance to talk about it now. But here's what happened. Um, other than the fact that that totally got busted, the 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 program. Lo and behold, out of nowhere. Uh, Tuesday hits. We recorded the show on Monday, like we normally do. No, we normally record them on Tuesdays. Wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Yeah, we nor- we normally me. do. Stop that. Uh, yeah, strike that. Reverse that. Reverse it. <laughs> we normally record the show on Tuesdays. We recorded the show on Monday last week because Alika had asked us to, uh, uh, to basically to move our time because he had a prior engagement, mm-hmm. which was not a problem at all. Uh, we're more than happy to do that. Lo and behold, not knowing that I should have, I should have called Professor Barry. Lo and behold, at seven thirty sharp, Professor Barry comes down to Maui Comics and Collectibles, ready and waiting to do the Nerdwatch podcast with no one here <clears throat> on Tuesday. He told no one that he was coming. He wanted to surprise us, sirs. So what he wanted to do? <laughs> surprise, surprise! Surprise! We're not here. So, uh, Professor Barry shows up, and I get a text going, 
Hey, where are you guys? Uh, that is what he would sound like if it wasn't a text, too. <laughs> That's what it would sound like. So, Barry, I, I text Barry back. I said, Barry, we have to move the show for uh, Alika because Alika said he's got a prior engagement to take care of. So, therefore, we moved the show to Monday. He's like, oh, man, I can't believe it. So, he effectively, Barry... This was this actually worked out well <clears throat> because of the because of the disaster that happened on Monday. I was like, okay, well, heck, man, uh, Barry's here on Tuesday. We can't do it at the <clears throat> at the comic book store like we normally do. Fine, uh, Barry said, why don't we do a commentary? I said, Barry, we ain't got no place to do the commentary. We can't do it at the comic book store. I said, fine, why don't you just come over to my place and we'll just do the do the show at my house? He cooking a nice dinner. Uh, uh, yeah, nice, uh, a, a nice. Uh, what do they call it? a canty? Oh, yeah, he seems a classy gentleman. He's classy, bring somebody over. classy gentleman. It's crazy. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, <laughs> So he comes over to the house, and we proceed to do the podcast. Um, so, unfortunately, I, I, I wanted to apologize on this show to you guys that of why that happened. I wanted to say sorry that I couldn't get that show, and it was an amazing show. Fortunately, we just had an error with the program. But Barry coming down was actually a godsend just because I didn't have content for that week, so him coming was a great, was a great thing altogether. So... Uh, he wanted me to first off express his uh, love for you guys, all three of you guys. Well, well he has to say guys. that because we he does. <laughs> <laughs> he also wanted to send out. The, he also wanted to say that he is going to be coming uh, more often. Um, he's going to probably be really? at the end of. Uh, well, good for him. Yeah, that's what I said. The uh, the last hasn't been the same one. without him. The last week or this this last week in September, he may be coming down for our commentary. So. Don't ask me about what commentary we're going to do. <laughs> We've been building towards that for so long. I mean, yeah. obviously it's going to be that. Well, obviously, if he's I'm coming, so it's house party time. Unless he decides to whip another surprise on us. I, he could. He could. So We're going to do a commentary for <laughs> Troll 2 today, gentlemen. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, let me go oh. over a couple of things that Professor Barry and I talked about last week, if you guys weren't privy to it. First off, uh, Professor Barry um, had an interesting story on the podcast about a guy he had known for about 20 years. Who was an actor uh, on the island? Um, Chris Christopherson. Close, oh. <laughs> <laughs> close. Uh, it was another gentleman, and the gentleman he ran into, he talked to him, and the guy effectively, like from across the room, because they were watching a play together, um, effectively across the room, lifted up his phone and pointed out at Barry and showed him his uh, Nerdwatch podcast logo on his phone. He says, "I love the show. I listen to the program all the time. Where have you been, Professor Barry? Blah 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 blah." Wait, so, everyone calls him Professor Barry? Yes. I think we should switch it up and just start calling him Kumu Barry. <laughs> Kumu Barry. <laughs> Professor Barry. But that sounds like something you get at a grocery store. <laughs> and, like, put it in with your... Right next like, to the Calamara <laughs> Olives. <laughs> I want a Kumu Berry sandwich. That I want a Kumu Berry smoothie. Yeah. So, so Barry ran into some guys. I also, By the way, I divulged... Uh, and he didn't know this because he hasn't been listening to podcasts because he's, he's been so busy. I divulged the what would Barry rate it game. Uh, How do we do? Uh, I tell you what, uh, we are so close. <laughs> he said that he thinks that we effectively believe that he that he hates everything. So, but he does. Yeah, he does. He said, we said, I That's told him. That's how he and I became friends. He hates <laughs> stuff I like. I told him, we don't believe anything is over two and a half stars so far. And he says, oh, you guys think I hate everything. I said, yeah, it does. We're not wrong. We're not he does. 
you're not. We're not wrong. We're, we're totally not wrong about that. So anyway, what was really cool is I got a chance to talk to him, and he we we uh, we went over the visit. Um, would you like to know what he gave the visit? I thought you told us. You right. told us. Didn't oh, you? did I? Oh, but that's right. No one else has heard. Oh, it. that's no right. One else no one else heard it. We know, but <laughs> no one right. else heard it. That's right. So he gave it three stars, which was a complete shocker for all of us, because this is the show that you didn't hear, because we played What Would Barry Rate It, and he gave it three stars. It's not um, that much higher than what I rated it. Not at, at all. Yeah, not we, at we all. thought he would give it a two half. Yeah. yeah, that's what we thought, too. So he did. Uh, so he was he was right on par. But anyway, that that's what happened last week. So Professor Barry was a was only a stand-in <laughs> because of the problem with the pod. No, he's going to be mad. He just found out he's a stand-in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just have to keep you telling him. You are making friends left and right I, I, with the podcast, sir. I have to keep telling him he's the heart and soul of the podcast. Oh. Okay. oh yeah. You're so. on the record. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> I am recording this. I keep forgetting that. Anyway, uh, so other than that, uh, there is a lot of stuff to talk about. But first, uh, send a big shout out to Alika and uh, Maui Comics and Collectibles. A, uh, I guess it is... Tuesday night, huge day tomorrow. It is new comic book Wednesday. We got Shattered Empire last week. Um, Alika, is there anything exciting coming out this week? That's a lot of pressure. I read my invoice. This uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Secret Wars. No, okay, same, good. Same old, same old. Good, good. Secret Wars is... Well, that's pretty much... It's been a very popular... Yeah, oh, Secret Wars number six is coming out tomorrow. Oh, okay, that, cool. That's a big one. Cool. And then Shannon Empire, is that going to be a monthly, or is that going to be I a... I think that's a monthly, yeah. Is that a monthly, too? Is All it right. okay to go over it a little bit I, on there? Because uh, that was such a... I, that, that was a comic I actually read. Listen, this may be your shop, but this is my show. No, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, no, no. I don't want to step on anybody's time. I'm going to wow. hide in the closet and cry until you guys are done. Just call me when you're done. Sir. It's all good. He's just going to cut you out anyway. I'm cutting right away. Yeah. Listen, I can, yeah, can you cut Barry over me? Yeah, I can cut this in post. I hate It's fine. Voice. Please, by all means, go over uh, what what's going on for new comic book I'm waiting for the great, uh, I'm waiting for the, the G-Money Silent Sean pod. <laughs> I know. It's going to be a one-time. Eventually, Barry's going to be a little <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So what do you think, Sean, yeah, about so what, what happened think? last week? This is crickets. <laughs> what are you doing? You're going to go over it with us? No, I, well, just no, Shattered Empire, I just wanted to go over. Oh, yes. You know, if you guys were not familiar with it, let me grab a copy. Real quick. All right, grab a copy really quick. We talked about it last week, the show you'll never hear. We really are in the store. He really is grabbing a copy. Yes, he really is grabbing a copy of it. What's the deal? So you guys can see, it starts off at the end of Return of the Jedi. The Ooh. first splash is, you know, Darth and... Fighting uh, Luke, mm-hmm. you know, nice. where Darth Vader ultimately just gives up, you know, and, and dies. Um, spoiler if you haven't seen Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, a 40 year old spoiler alert. Who's Darth Vader again? <laughs> James Earl Jones. There's a nice guy named Anakin. I don't know if you. Anakin. David Prowse. Oh, speaking of, before you Hayden go any Christensen. further, did you hear. <laughs> yeah, Hayden Christensen <laughs> might be coming back. Did you hear the rumor that Hayden Christensen might be coming back for episode 8? I am eight? dead, Skippy. That's not happening. You don't think so? No. I, I, They're going to do action scenes with them. They got They have to do if something. If Vader's in it, maybe. They're flashing back to other characters. They're going to flash back to Vader. I, I'm a ho- lot I'm of the Hoping I'm hoping Disney's smart enough to never tap into the prequels <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> on the opposite end of that, if Hayden Christensen really is getting a role in the new Star Wars movie, it's good for his career because he hasn't had much of one. Not yep. at all. Not at all. So, what's going on in Shattered Empire? So yeah, we're at the end of Return of the Jedi. Okay. We're seeing all this stuff that's familiar to us, you know, um, Luke's leaving the Death Star. But our work is pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's it's it kind of sucks you in. Like they didn't phone it in on this. It's like I can hear the Star Wars thing in my head while I read and it. And they're inserting new characters. So we meet the Damerons, <laughs> Lieutenant Dameron and um, his love interest Shara Bay. 
who I think we're supposed to assume that um, the the po, the po. Po Dameron character mm-hmm. is From their the son or I someone descendant of Poe. Poe. <laughs> it probably will be no Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably have a cute nickname. His name is Poe. Yeah. So so <laughs> so essentially, we meet up. We meet up at the end of Jedi after he's defeated his father. Exactly, and so they're on Endor. They're celebrating. Okay. And the Ewoks just, are eating the stormtroopers. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so what we don't yeah. see. <laughs> Come on, they obviously were. They were. Yeah, Everybody knows that they're carnivores. They're using their helmets as drums. They yeah, ate them. Yeah, yeah. And so they find out that there's a bunch of, um, you know, troopers with an outpost on a moon of Endor, and the crew doesn't want to leave them there so that they can harm the Ewoks. They go and clear out the base, right. and the comic ends with. And, you know, it's not a spoiler because we're linking two movies. This is a bridge we got to walk across. Right. But, um,. Just to let everybody know, and then they find plans that basically states there's all sorts of these kinds of outposts that are like, um, you know, empire strongholds that they don't know what's going on. Right. And so that kind of sets the ground for, I guess we learn about the First Order and stuff like that in Force Awakens. So this kind of like leads us there. So essentially, at the end of Return of the Jedi, the the rebellion doesn't necessarily come they don't to win, an win. end. Right, yeah. they don't win. Okay, so we had There's a happy pockets ending. of the empire. We had a happy, good ending because you know the main core of the empire has fallen, but now we have all pockets of residual empire going Ooh. on, and they all splinter off and do their own thing. Apparently, wow. So and so, I'm assuming that every one of them have a different. I mean, even though they're part of the empire, there are factions with different leaders. Yeah, I'm like, guessing. Like you know, you got the purely political faction, like, which is probably the first order, and then you've got the Sith related or the people who worship the Sith, the Knights of Ren. And you know the right. things that we've heard about already that are coming up in the Force Awakens. So, so in this universe, the Sith are a well, they're no longer the Sith, right? The Sith have been obliterated, apparently. No, we but that's what I'm saying. They're, sure. they're worshipped. <laughs> they're obviously worshipped. Yeah. So now the new people who are on the dark side are the Knights of Ren, and they kind of worship the old Sith lore, I guess. Wow, is what I, that's what I'm getting the gist of from the stuff I'm reading. Ooh, so do you think we're going somewhere with this? Do you think this is a good start? Or? Oh, definitely. This is the one Star Wars series that I'm not to say that the rest of them haven't been great, but this one is very important to the movies. So if you want a bridge from Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens, this is a five part series and it's very important. It's it's like basically the stuff you need to know before you read that you know big so scrolling credit to see that movie. Force Awakens yeah right 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 um, do you think it was smart for them to bridge with comic with a comic book oh for sure huh? yeah I mean this yeah, it's easy com- to get a comic yeah. is basically like a movie storyboard so it's like right exactly we're, we're basically getting it the way that it was in their imaginations you know it's beautiful artwork and uh, it's an amazing uh, it's it's amazing what how, how much time has how much time span has been since the last show the last movie 30 years. Well, this is what is giving me faith in this series because when we had the prequels, you couldn't you didn't know the bridge because the bridge was from episode 3 which wasn't going to happen for another 5 or 8 years. Mr. Lucas was building a new bridge. Yeah, and nobody <laughs> knew what that bridge. Now we ha- we know the bridge. We're walking from the old familiar into the new. I think mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot stronger foundation for this new trilogy. Interesting. So we can catch up on that every single month. Every month here at Maui Comics. And Maui Comics. <laughs> wow. You are becoming shameless. I'm learning from the best, G. And for some reason, I like it. I like it a lot. Probably that cell phone recording <laughs> <or> himself. <laughs> That's right. Only at Maui Comics. 
and collectibles. That, that's gold right there. <laughs> that's it that's right gold. <laughs> um, so uh, pick it up. Every every month here at My Comics and Collectibles, it is new comic book Wednesday. Everyone, is anything on that list? Uh, is it only once a month? Sir? Those are all for Shattered Empires. Yeah, I think it's only a monthly. Oh, okay. Once a month. Yeah, uh, it's all uh, Secret War science. You know, we've got new Deathstroke. That's always popular. Deathstroke. Deathstroke, the Terminator, DC Comics for the DC heads out there. Ooh. Oh, Deadpool, Thanos number two. Ooh. That'll be fun. That's it. That's it. Listen, I don't want to get too deep into this, but that death, Deadpool, Thanos stories looks interesting. What? What's the gist? Well, you know, they both have the really? same love interests. You know, Lady Death. <laughs> Thanos is, loves Lady Death? Yeah, he's yeah. always trying to impress that's her. That's the whole reason why that's, he slaughtered an entire galaxy. Yeah, he's killing <laughs> billions to, in an effort to oppress her and... And, you know, she's... She's not having it. She don't care. Wow. And then um, Deadpool, that's his main love interest. They're, they have, like, this impossible romance because Deadpool can't die and be with her. Yeah, Thanos gifted Deadpool with eternal life. So he could never so he be, could with, never be with death. <laughs> that is freaking awesome, actually. Yeah. Wow. And so it's a pretty cool series because, you know, Thanos can wallop on Deadpool. But there's no way to kill him. Yeah. He can regenerate from a single cell, you know? That is actually cool. kind of awesome. Yeah. Wow, you 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 effectively keep him kept him away from the love of your life, right? But you can never destroy him. And right. the good part about that is wow. what I'm catching is is they're a good odd couple because Thanos is the rugged, serious, all powerful, right. omnipotent guy. And then you got Deadpool just yucking it up and like you can't kill me. I don't care what you do, <laughs> you know. But I mean, uh, someone like I Thanos, caught the first issue. I was a little disappointed at yeah. the end. Like the beginning and the middle was was solid for me, but. Towards the end, I was like, ah. Well, I don't want to spoil it for yeah, anybody, yeah. but by the end of the first issue, you Deadpool's already been obliterated once and regenerated from whatever, you know? Yeah. So my question is... is was, so is that's there, the tone is, of the series. Is there it's, any, it's a humorous series. Is there any indication that Lady Death would ever want to hook up with Thanos? Ever? You with know, pro- there probably is material to support it. We have a couple of guys in the store that i got to ask about that, but i got to catch up on my Marvel Cosmic for sure. Wow. Wow. There's I, a lot. I, I just don't see Lady Death with... Thanos. I mean, then again, Why? I don't see I don't see anybody with Thanos. I, he could endlessly be like killing people for like here you go. Honey. It's my understanding that Thanos sees death as like a crush. Like that's his. He's always trying. He's to, always trying to impress her. She's his muse, but she she's kind of like yeah. Wow. I like this dude. She's his muse. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, new comic book Wednesday every single Wednesday here at Maui Comics and Collectibles. If you happen to be in town, please come on down to Maui Comics and Collectibles. You can also visit them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Maui Comics and Collectibles. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The golden voice of Mary Watch. <laughs> Anywho, I swear to God he's not paying us to do this. <laughs> it sounds like it, but he does not pay us to do this. I've never gotten anything free from this place. <laughs> what? what about speaking, that flash action? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of comics, free. speaking of comics, uh, Gannon, I've freebies. Gannon, uh, but I've had to buy but not comics first. though. It's yeah. <laughs> that back office type situation. I, I'm gonna pay the rent, guys. You're gonna I, I'm excited. Keep the lights on. I'm excited to talk to Gannon because Gannon uh, went down to Oahu to do the amazing Hawaii Comic Con, which I'm excited to hear about. What? Uh, what were your impressions? I'm surprised you, you said it like that. I, I know, right? Like amazing. No fanfare. Hawaii Comic Con. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. That's about how my energy level dropped after coming back from that. <laughs> you 
Well, when saying? it was a lot more pitched, but well, yeah. Right. So, it, was exa- it was an exhausting experience. I don't know why I ever thought I could have made it through San Diego Comic-Con just cold, but right. it was a fun experience for sure. So, Amazing Hawaii Comic-Con, this was... I, in my estimation, I would assume that this would be the biggest. This is the biggest con, con we've ever seen. had in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they've released. I don't. I don't know if they will release attendance records. But it, it the first day, I didn't really get a very good impression of it because it, it didn't seem like it was that many people. Saturday, chock a block. You wow. couldn't get through without bumping into people left. Wow. wow. Same thing with Sunday. Um, but that first Friday, it, it almost kind of felt like people were just a little, not, I don't want to say on edge, but just Well, they started like, late in the day, too, right? It started late in the day. I think it was only mm-hmm. 3 till 8 the yeah. first night. So a lot of people like probably that. just Weird, skipped yeah. that day, but... Yeah. That's a weird time. Um, I, Lord knows why they did it that way, but again, this is the first time they've done it in Hawaii, right. so it's all a testing ground, I think, is yeah. what they're going for. I can tell oh, it was the first time, because all the walls were bare. Yeah, they, they probably could have had more companies doing advertising and things there, like that. They didn't really be, take a lot of advantage of the space. The, mm-hmm. the, the pictures that you had posted on the Nerd Watch, there were a lot of people that said that, man, why there should be something here. And it's here a and big here. space to fill. And it's, I was going to say to myself, right? you guys got to give them a, a, you know, you got to give them a while. This is this is just to prove. Well, I mean, that's what I that's what I took away from it too. Uh, it, again, it's the first con, so as and they're far coming as, back in May, right? They're they're coming, they already right? announced that they're coming back in May. So I have a funny feeling the second one will probably have a stronger show of force from. Um, more of the big two as far as the comic book publishers and things mm-hmm. like that. It was very more local centric, even though they had. Well, that's what I, I think. That's good. They probably yeah. used it as filler because they couldn't, you know. But they, it's good that they local wanted comics to, and creators. They want to establish a relationship with the community. Is the way I took it. I think it was. Um, now, forgive me if I'm getting this wrong, but there was a Hawaii Comic League, or, or it was the local creators. They all shared something a like that. Mm-hmm. They, they had the their... guys who did the Legends of the Amakua. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, those um, guys were there. Yeah. Uh, so was the guys who do Pineapple Man and Carvalho, uh, uh, Sam Campos does they, Pineapple mm-hmm. Man. Um, Carvalho does uh, the Amakua. The Am- Legends yeah. of the Amakua. Mm-hmm. Rusty Bailey, who we carry his book in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was there. He, I saw. He recognized me, but he guy. couldn't remember why. Yeah, super nice guy, man. I, He's like, I was, that was the one nice reason I wanted to go to the con is to meet all these local creators. Yeah. And, and Todd Bernardy, of course, who actually lives on Maui, and he's always at the store. I can't get the guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do, you, do you see – I mean, it's not like you're twisting Stanley or Greg Capullo's arm to come down here or Laird or Eastman's arm going, hey, we're going to go to a Comic-Con in Hawaii. And you're like, oh, well. I don't yeah. know, maybe I got something well, else quite else. a few of them didn't stay for all three days. Oh, like right. Romita Jr., he was there, I think, for the first two days, and he bailed early on the second day. And everybody was apparently the big rumors that he came to Hawaii and just used it as like a, a leapfrog over to, to Tahiti. Oh, oh. <laughs> that he didn't stay very long in Hawaii. I don't know if that's true. I only saw his line twice, and I know he wasn't there for all of the it. The calling of French Polynesia is a strong one, sir. Right. <laughs> um, same thing like we were talking about earlier, uh, Jessica Negri. She she didn't seem to be there that often, at least as far as when I was there, whenever I was walking the floor. That's all the name that I kept hearing. I mean, even here, like everybody, oh, did you see Jessica? Did you see Jessica? I'm like, I she, I, you know, she, I, you know, I don't want to slight her, but as far as from my experience, I just saw her do the one panel that that I did go to, and then I never saw on the floor. Wow, never saw on the floor the rest of the time. Maybe I was just missing her, but you know. So how were the panels? Never saw. I only saw one. Mm-hmm. Were there a lot of panels? Uh, they had panels running through the whole day on every single day. Because that's like but the hallmark of a, of a con nowadays is they, the panels. They were very cosplay-centric. Like, they seem to have... Which is cool. T- that encourages... Yeah. It, it's probably... Hawaii's a strong cosplay 
like the Quaicon was all cosplay, right? So it's like yeah, mm-hmm. they but, know we're big. Cosplayers. But more to the point, in comic book culture, that is that is becoming a big mainstream thing. So of course that's gonna. I think for at least each two days. Well, here's my prediction. I think cosplaying and cons and stuff are just gonna completely just overrun Halloween, and nobody's gonna yeah. care about Halloween more anymore. Than likely, it's just more than be likely, more than likely, cosplaying now. So when you sat in this panel. Um, just because you sit in the panel doesn't necessarily mean you are paying attention to the panel. Um, I'm going to admit I did fall asleep during the panel because mm. I'm not a cosplayer, but I did go just to get the panel experience. But uh, I ended up falling asleep. Are, are, you, are you one to mock those that are cosplayers? No, absolutely not. As, See, a matter, as a matter of fact, I thought a lot of them were great, to be mm. honest. We were, we were hunting down taking pictures of guys left and right. To, for me, from the three days, the best cosplayer was the guy from Jurassic World with the Martinis. Which I posted a picture on our yep, You did. He was awesome. That guy, for me, was the most brilliant I totally all. didn't get that. I thought he was um, Hunter S. Thompson. No. I was like, that's what I got from that guy. Nobody cosplay. got it. Because if yeah. you watch Jurassic World, it amounts for maybe two seconds of I bet. Time. And it was, yeah. Sounds like an The way you know is that there's a tiny little pterodactyl on the top of his hat. That was his little touch to make sure in case you missed it, that's what he was. Wow. I, t- I saw that guy walking around, I was like, we need to get that. I've seen some good pictures of some good cosplayers from that. They, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's more elaborate costumes, to be sure. I mean, I liked Lego Iron Man and stuff like that. That was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it was a big parade of Lego guys, part, right? Yeah, I think that was actually part of one of the booths there. It wasn't like a cosplayer showed up. But, wow. Um, I had the cliched convention experience, though. Oh, you did, and pray tell. Um... For anybody that might know me, I've always been looking for a book called Birds of Prey number eight. I think it's volume one. It's the famous Nightwing Oracle date book. I've always wanted that book. It's not a very rare book, but you'll never just find it sitting somewhere usually. Wait, you're telling me there are actual comic books at the Comic-Con? It's very comic-centric. <laughs> no, seriously, it's very comic-centric. Oh, very okay. little. I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of video game stuff, a little bit of anime stuff, but it's very comic-centric. That's they cool. take the name oh, very seriously for that good. convention. But anyway, so you know, I walked past one of the one of the booths there, and it's, I can't remember the name of it for the life. It's up there on the wall, right? And I see it's for the price that it was at. I'm like, you know what? Just to be on the safe side, I'm going to see if I can get it any cheaper than that. Turned away for less than a minute to look it up online. Gone. Came back. Somebody already pulled it off the wall, and they're looking to buy it. Jeez. I told that story to three or four different people. While I was there. I was like, that is the cle- the quintessential cliched convention experience. Wow. So. How Word much? to the wise. If you see something and you're willing to spend that much money, if, even if it's a little high, just spend it because, yeah. May I ask Especially how much the con. book was? 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's not that when old you're at a con, there's, you're going to expect a, like a 20 to 30% markup. Yeah. You know. I was going to say, I'm, I'm assuming the market for that, the market price for and that book is going to be one. Collectibles in particular were insane. There was a lot of episode 7 stuff that my nephew and I literally just saw the hour before we got to the convention at the Disney store. 25 bucks for those figures at the Disney store. You get 40, 50. 40, 50, the Kylo 70. Are, yeah, they're bumping them up. Diecast Kylo Ren figures were 70 or 70 to $80. Good yeah. Lord. On the high end. And you could easily just go to the damn Disney store and buy it for 25 Oh, my I couldn't God. get over that. Because the Disney store stopped? Um, I know. Well, I, I didn't really look through that heavily, but I know they because had when at least you go to three Target, or four the key ones. Shelves are oh yeah, I didn't really see any of those. Yeah. Before. So uh, we're so so collectibles were a big deal. What about the the pop sensation that we have here, the Funko Pop thing that happens? A lot. There's quite a bit, but it, it's nothing specific to that convention. You can see. I mean, if you if you they follow, didn't have any limited edition pops. No, for the nothing for the con. But like, yeah, you I don't think find, they had like exclusives. Nobody anything. did. They had exclusive comics. Though. I actually thought Stan Lee was going to take something there, like him and Aloha or something like that. But mm. nothing like that. Um, he was selling skateboard decks, which I thought was interesting. 
Because he had he had a very massive section. He thought we were back in the nineties. Massive section yeah. towards the back of the convention floor. Like I don't even know how to tell you how big it was, but just a big area just for the tented area just to walk through to get his signatures. Outside had this long stretch of tables just full of books to buy that you can either get him to, to sign or already sign. Um, skateboard Did you say dicks? Hmm? You said skateboard dicks? What's that? Dex. 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 Skateboard dicks. Dex. dex. Oh, dex. The board oh, that the wheels go on? Dex. For real, bro? No, I swear to God. Oh, that's what man. I heard. You were listening to this whole thing. You're <laughs> the only one that heard that. that. I guess. I'm sorry. Oh, my that God, whole... dude. Okay, Did you so... say dicks? <laughs> You're gonna have to sense yourself now, dude. I'm sorry, that's what I heard. I was like, skateboard what? I didn't know what that was so anyway, what what's what are on these decks that uh, Just art, I mean comic uh, just comic cover art. Uh, nothing I mean nothing that's it's not like a picture of Stanley on a skateboard. Oh I was gonna deck. say that's what nothing like that. Just what are, I think there's like four or five You know, ones. but the exclusive uh Turtles cover was kinda cool. The it Greg was. Horn cover it where was. with Michelangelo surfing. Mm-hmm. That was, cool. uh, was that something that was uh, that was purchasable? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The they, they, they it came free in some bags, right? No. Oh, no. No, that's what I'd heard, too, but nobody got that. Because it's the Team Eastman's book specific. So they had two different covers. One was more of a colored cover. One was, um, like, the colors were actually muted. Not not black and white, but just muted. Uh, The muted ones were a lot more rare, and you just buy it, and then he'll sign it for you. And then every single one, he did a sketch of a turtle's face on it for everybody. So Super nice guy, too. Wow. Now, speaking of that, what was the swag like? Did you get any swag? Any cool swag? Like anything that I bought, I bought mostly art, and I took a lot of books to sign, and I spent a lot of money on varying cover books that I probably should have spent as much as I did based on what my bank account looks like right now. <laughs> um, Any I don't swag? regret it per se because I, I like having the books that I have, but um, I, I honestly didn't buy as much as I thought I would have. I saw your haul. You had quite it a bit. It wasn't that much, honestly. That, that I anticipated like buying more than that. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for the posters, by the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any, anything You'll that, see them in Alika's shop eventually. Yeah, cool were they, were they handing out stuff, like free swag? Free no, swag there wasn't really much of that. Um, that was the only thing that kind of got my craw a little bit, paying for the premium package that they made a big deal of. It amounted to three variant cover books, a lanyard, and that's it. Wow. It was really not much, what you're getting. You were promised, like... Uh, early entry to panels, or you're uh, you're promised like to get into to signings ahead of lines. There wasn't any of that because I was wearing a, a VIP, you know, lanyard the whole time, right. and no line that I ever stood in did anybody ever come and be like, "Hey, you have a VIP thing? Are you gonna come ahead?" That never happened to me wow. the whole time I was there. Wow. So maybe as a miscommunication, maybe I misunderstood how those worked, but that was my understanding when I bought that. Right. Wow. So yeah, I I heard a lot of that from people who had the VIP packages. Yeah. It didn't amount to much extra. I'm not surprised though, considering the lack of advertisements that were there. Yeah. One Normally, package that was worth it though, I heard, was the Turtle VIP. Yeah, but that one there was only like 50 or very limited mm-hmm. amount. Like, but that was worth it because Eastman, being a great guy and having full and having access to him. He's going to deliver. Uh, like, like I said before, because it's the first convention for Hawaii, I think anybody that would have supplied free swag were kind of on the on the fence about to see how well the first year did. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I imagine the second time they come around, you're, they're going to have free stuff being thrown around yeah. like, like nothing. From yeah, the, yeah, no doubt. Especially from the big publishers. When, once, once DC and Marvel sees how well it did, they'll probably be a little bit more participatory in it than sure. they were this year. I, I just imagine the first year they're just kind of like, well, let's see how it does. And to be honest, though, it, it's it, it's kind of nice that they aren't as involved as 
you would like them to be, even though you'd like them there, just because it highlights more of the independent guys. It highlights yeah. some of the smaller, smaller. They uh, all know what kind of market there is in Hawaii. Right, at the right, end of the right, day. right. But yeah. I mean, considering the the, the the talent that they got for the convention, it was still an impressive experience. That's awesome. As far as the creators and writers and people that they actually did get for, I mean, Stan Lee for a first year of a convention in Hawaii is a pretty good get. I think that's what yeah. sold everybody. That's what on brought him. everybody else in. Was he part of a like VIP package? Hmm? Was there? Was he part of a VIP package? At all? There was, was a, supposed to be the main VIP. There was it? a Stan Lee VIP package that which I didn't get, but um, you were also able to go through his website and like. I don't know if it's a pass or whatever, but you're supposed to be able to purchase something to get to yourself in the long term. But the, the other thing is, when you go, you just pay for the things you would have got through the package, and yeah. then you just, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter, you know? You like, you get the regular pass, and then go pay to have a picture with Stan Lee. Before going. he goes out, you go behind the curtain. Yeah, and that's boy, all purchasable individually. Kisses boy, did they have that dude thing. on lockdown. Let me tell you, I you bet. couldn't even take a picture of him passing by. It was that insane. President. They had him on lockdown. Because the tent area they had him in, when he wasn't in that section, mm-hmm. they had all the curtains open, everything you could see inside, see the line everybody else in. Once they walked him into the table to start signing, they started getting rid of all the curtains. You could not see inside the place. Wow. They walked him through a very crowded section so you could take a picture of him passing by. They had him on lockdown. Wow. It was one of the... They treated him like the VIP he deserves to be treated, but at the same time, it was like, Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, do you, somebody there, there were a couple snapshots. I think you took one. And there were. Uh, I didn't. I didn't manage to get any Stanley snapshots. Oh well, then that wasn't. That was my my the, the nerd watch special correspondent in Oahu who did that. He got a mm. he got a shot from him from afar. Yeah, a buddy of mine actually took his family to get a picture with Stanley. It was a good looking picture. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah my buddy, um, my buddy Jack. Yeah, he's the guy who gave the free pass to to the store. And oh, I, there sent, you go. I sent my brother on that pass. There you go. Oh, he, nice. He took some pictures for us. Yeah, he got he got some stuff signed for me. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah, shout out to Jack, definitely. Yeah, Jack was cool. Yeah, so Jack was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. with his daughters dressed as awesome cosplay. On my Facebook, he was cosplay. like, oh, you're there? I'm like, yeah, I'm there. I'll be there in a couple hours. I'm like, right on. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad it was successful enough for them to come back. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's nice. And very know. soon. I mean, it's only it's only been a couple of days since it's over. They already announced the dates for the following year. That's that's amazing. And already. it's sooner too. It's coming. Up, it's yeah, coming up in so, May. So soon. It's May. So I have two questions. Number one, did you enjoy yourself? Yes, absolutely. And number two, do you have any idea why the logo for the Hawaii Amazing Hawaii Comic Con is a Triceratops? No explanation. <laughs> Just kind of curious. Hey, well, Kevin curious. Eastman was there, and uh, the Triceratons are from the Ninja Turtles. Um, Point taken. I'm just kind of curious. I just. I think it has why to do with uh, all the dinosaur movies are filmed in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Oh, why is the logo to San Diego Comic Con just an eye? Well, Is the Big Brothers watching that's you? That's a little or inventive. Are they it, or what are they thinking there? It almost seems like, I don't know, it's a little more inventive. Like, uh, it's it's like the eye of the world kind of thing. The, the dinosaurs kind of That's an off. awful big extrapolation, sir. I know, I know. Even my idea made more sense. <laughs> well, I, mean, it's, it's <laughs> I was just kind of curious because it, it, it would seem to send the wrong message. But, I mean, maybe I'm just being... Uh, I come to find out that they, they actually shot a portion of Jurassic World in that convention center. Yeah, right. Somebody mm-hmm. told me that the ending sequence where they brought all the survivors out, that was actually shot in the very convention center, or the, the room that we were in. Somebody wow. told me, Yeah, somebody that lived in a long time told me So about you that. breathe the same air as Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, yes, wow. sir. Wow. Do you feel any different? Or? <laughs> no, I don't feel wow. any different. Man. But you did. I, I, You know, it's not a big secret. Before we, before we say aloha to the Comic-Con... You did accomplish a mission that you had set out to do. Yes, I got a signature from George Perez. That's not, <laughs> the, mission we're That's not about. the mission. And I will be completely honest, 
I know where you're going with this, but that was an accomplishment because that took me about six or seven hours of my Because he was so nice and George Perez and seems like such a great guy. He was guy. doing everybody's sketches and everybody was waiting. Oh. But was he a, stayed longer. There was a local guy that almost threw down with the security over it. Really? Because the line never got any shorter. It was oh. shorter than it would like to. It was shorter than it would like to. But nobody understood why the line was taking so long to get through. Right. So somebody towards the back realized that he wasn't just signing. He was also doing sketches. There were also lady people ahead that had blue tickets. And none of that was really properly communicated. Nobody knew anything about these blue tickets they kept mentioning. It was just something that when you got there first, you got the first 50. So if you didn't want to wait, you could go leave, come back whenever you wanted, and they let you go ahead. No signs to show that that was happening. No communication that that was happening. Ooh. So all anybody was seeing is that you're waiting in line. Somebody would come by, give their blue ticket. You go ahead of everybody else. Nobody knew about that stuff. And there was another scam to it, too. If you, Well, I guess I shouldn't say scam. <laughs> but if you wanted to get a, a signature from him and have it CGC graded, that also puts you ahead of everybody else. Because there's a CGC booth right next to him. And, wow. and you got to do the CGC right there. You, you pay to so get they it. did have the certifiers. They did. Oh. They, uh, you, you, you pay to get the book certified if you want the signature. They go over to him. They sign it. They, they, I don't know if they slide it right then and there because I don't know if they do that. Pretty there. sure they do. I think they do. What, are they, what does it cost to certify the book? I think it was like 80 bucks. Good God. 80 bucks just to do that. Signature certification, you need some a witness Can from I, CGC. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, maybe I don't understand. And again, it's guaranteeing the quality of that book for life. So I, I got time. that, but maybe I'm a maybe I'm maybe no. You're you, you're right minded about this. I'm yeah, old I'm school. With, no, I'm very old school when it comes to collecting. That's why you won't see a lot of slap books here. I'm not against them. I'm not either. But it's like but comics are to be read and enjoyed. Absolutely. And know? on top of that, I I, I, I mean, listen. I like I said, I'm an old curmudgeon. Maybe I'm maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. But like. You're grading a, a book with a guy who just signed it for you, and it just feels like it's a you know like you you're immediately going to sell it. There's no cherishing to it. It's just like well, uh, welcome to the world. I mean, no, I, I get that. I, I get think that. I'll, I think everybody's jaded. Even the creator signing things for people are jaded. Like, Maybe you know, can you make it out to eBay? You know, right, 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 right. <laughs> Listen, don't put best wishes. Don't put any of that. Don't crap put my on name. It. I, just just sign it. Don't say hey, happy to meet you, Jeffrey. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. None of that. I mean. The people signing are just as jaded as the people selling. Maybe. You know I mean? They don't like, even ask you. They don't even ask you if you want to make it out to anybody. They know you just want their signature. Not a uh, single one of them ever asks. Like, oh, well, you imagine want to make if they were emotionally anybody. invested in it. They yeah. would be so hurt if you were just like, nah, I'm selling this. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's that's you know I there mean, was a little bit there, there was a bit of that, but I mean they're human beings too, you know. Me personally, I wanted to sign it as as basically being like. I met this person. Every time I seen George Perez, he seems like such a nice, great guy. Yeah. He was actually a blast because we're all waiting in line. I was literally the next person to get to him. Right. And he, he gets up out of his booth. He's like, I'm sorry, everybody, but after seven hours, I really need to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. It was like, that's cool. Right. He's an old guy. You know, he's been yeah. around for a while. He, Absolutely. He probably needs to use the bathroom in a hurry better than the rest of us. Yeah. He comes back from behind us. Apparently, he took the long way around. And he's just like, "What's this line for?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I get up and he signs it. I'm like, "Pleasure to meet you, George Perez. You know, I've always loved this artwork for a long time. I grew up with it. You know, thank you so much." And he's just like, "Oh, it's nice to be met." <laughs> he's such a cool yeah. cat, man. Well, what's funnier about that? When I went to go see Mark Bagley to, to go get some sign from him, he, I told him pretty much the same thing, and he goes, "Oh, it's a pleasure to be met." And I'm like, Perez just said the same thing a half an hour ago. And then He's Mark, like, no, I stole it from him. You comic book artist Mark Bagley goes, Perez has been stealing my lines for years. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Every, Perez I, stealing Bagley's lines. I, that's, I, what, that's what Bagley said. It's crazy. Like, I'm, when I watch, when I when I saw him, I was watching him on television, like, in, do an impromptu sketch. 
It's amazing what he can do in like six in very minutes. short time. I watched it. Holy it, it's, crap! It's great it's stuff. He, he, like one guy requested Superman with the Infinity Gauntlet, and in like five minutes' time. It, I mean, granted, it's not like something you buy in a book. No, but, but still, for a quick sketch, is impressive. It's impressive. I mean, it's better than I could ever do. My, well, I mean, the guy's been drawing for a career. Gonna say, so he better be good at. It. <laughs> it's amazing to me. I mean, his covers are so like, um, especially the eight, you know when they have the team covers. Yes. He's like the master of that. Putting uh, absolutely. Hundreds of characters. He actually told me, it's, and I've already heard him tell the story before because I had him sign uh, Crisis Inference Number Seven, which is the famous cover of Superman holding dead Supergirl. Right. And he's like, you know, and I know everybody's heard me tell this story, but every time I look at this cover, all I'm thinking is one thing: what? I forgot to draw Green Lantern in there. He's <laughs> 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 like, everybody knows that story, but every time I see this cover, all I'm thinking about is Green Lantern is not. It's <laughs> so awesome. He's ruining it for you. So I already knew that story. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't even realize. I actually, that. I actually came closer to be like, you know, you can just draw it in right now. I know, right? <laughs> just I'll, screw that, man. Just draw yeah. Green Lantern right. Can you sketch me the cover? Draw, draw Superman wearing the Green Lantern <laughs> outfit in it. Yeah. Can you draw me the cover to JLA Avengers number? It's <laughs> <laughs> like every Avenger yeah. and Justice League member. No, that's his specialty, oh, man. Awesome. Having. <laughs> Freaking million characters in one panel. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know uh, a lot of these comic book artists, but I, I do know that every time I've seen George Perez on television or in an interview, he always seems such a nice, gracious guy. Warm, cool guy. Yeah, just, you know, not, you know, John Romita Jr. seems all right. He's a little standoffish. Well, Even Capullo's kind of like, The guys hey. that were of that younger generation, like Capullo or Romita, and I don't want to say they're bad guys, but there seems to be a little bit of a rock star quality yeah, to Yeah, there personas. is. Absolutely. Greg Capullo Although been Romita a Jr. Guy. 20 years ago was up at Complete Comics, and yeah. he was, did a signing in, in Perry's store. Oh, yeah. did he really? You know, in that smaller, more intimate environment, you're sure. able to... You know, in a con environment, it's like monkeys in a cage. You kind of like you're getting rattled all day. Yeah. It's it's hard to be. Personable. Why the insults, sir, for people that go to cons? Oh, I, mean, well, I was actually talking about the oh. the display. The pieces. monkeys in the, the cage. He oh. basically <laughs> just called me somebody that rattles cages. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> He's over there poking the monkeys. Yeah. Like, sign my poster, Greg Capullo. I'm sorry, monkey. Continue. <laughs> I don't care about your stories about Green Lantern, damn it. Just sign my books so I can put I it bet, on eBay. I bet that's been said to them before because, you know, my mentor, Bruce, he used to go to cons all the time. Sure. And he was surprised at how crass some people would be to artists. Like, they were just things to sign things. Yeah. Not and, people. like, the artist would start launching into a story about why, you know, their art was important to them or something. Sure. And the guy would be like, yeah, yeah, just sign it. Yeah. You know? Uh, and it's like, what a what a terrible thing to do. Uh, because you're obviously a fan of it, so it's like... Right, you like it Enjoy enough. the experience. Enjoy the experience, yeah. absolutely. Ah, man. Well, I'm glad. So, uh, since 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 we're not, we don't have a movie this week to rate, what would you rate the concert on one to five? More importantly, how would Barry rate How would Barry rate it? <laughs> <laughs> More importantly. But wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to take that back. Let's not rate it just yet. Did you just bury the lead? I did. No. I just buried the lead. <laughs> Um, what was the other thing that you said you were going to accomplish this week and that you did? Oh, I had some great nachos there. Oh, oh, there I are see. These, there are these beautifully <laughs> colored nachos. You're being quite coy. I don't know why. As we all know, it's the important <laughs> meeting Ivy Doom Kitty. Were they Ivy Doom Kitty's nachos that you're eating? Whoa, 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 whoa. What does that even mean? Listen, it's code. <laughs> Ivy listens to the it's show. It's obviously Dexter. code. <laughs> and she is at the Spanish Persuasion, so... <laughs> 
sound a little racist. No, I'm um, just saying. I did tell her about the podcast. Let's try and be gentlemen here. Okay, sorry. She might actually listen to this. Oh, fantastic. And she knows me my name, which is not good for me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she can point him out of the lineup now. I will say this, and I'm not saying this within any sense of being biased because, you know, I've been a fan of hers or anything like that. She could not have been the nicest, warmest person at the whole convention. That's awesome. That's Honestly. good. Uh, I mean, yes, George Perez. You mean she could not have been more warm? She to she was the friendliest person there. Like she wow. she really did take time with everybody, even for people that didn't even know who she was. Right. Like she would go out and take pictures with people that were cosplaying. She'd stop people's kids. She actually posed. I, you probably see it on her Facebook. She posed on the ground. There was this little kid dressed up as Doctor Octopus with these great looking tentacles. Uh-huh. And she's just posing like she was like shrieking from him or whatever. Oh, cute. Couldn't have been one of the coolest people at the convention, honestly. Cute. I know coming from me is really sounding biased, but honestly, she could not have been the coolest person there. It does sound biased, and it does, but I can. I I think anybody else would have said the same thing. I was going to say you're very. It's very heartfelt for me, so I can't. I can't fault you for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I can't speak for Stan Lee because again, that dude was on lockdown. You couldn't get anywhere near him without spending two hundred bucks just to go see the guy or right, whatever absolutely. it was. And, it might as well have been two hundred bucks. And listen, not to be crass, but uh, he nowhere has to figure as Miss Doom Kitty does. So it's true. Yeah. So let's be honest. Yeah, here. you can't rest a drink on Stan Lee's butt. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa! laughs> well, listen. So much for her listening he's, to the show. He's <laughs> heavy. If you're listening, he's. We both know he's not wrong, but anyway. <laughs> okay, but it was nice. To she, I mean, she was again. She was cool. It was like really easy to talk to. There was that element when I first met her. I was just like I was gonna get a little starstruck over it, but then you know, she again. She kind of broke down that wall really quickly cool. when you meet her. She's a very cool chick. What did you th- did you think? You got several pictures with her. Do you have a favorite? Okay, first of all, I only have four. Okay, listen. So several makes it sound like that's, I was just taking all of her time. That's four more than any one of us in this room. Um, true. <laughs> but then again, you guys weren't in a wall. You guys that's could have true. easily gotten the same pictures. <laughs> or even, we could have all gotten a picture with her. Oh, you, I have a bunch of pictures with her. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know how to use Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Um, she was dressed up as what's called an Ewok bunny, is what she was going with there. You can see it on the, on the Nerdwatch thing if you look for it. And then the second day, she was Meg from Family Guy. Oh, mm-hmm. I love me some Meg. I'm sure you do. Mm. <laughs> I do. So, uh, you have, uh, you get, that was the picture that she got signed, actually, was her Meg pic. Well, it's actually for Silent Oh, is it for Silent Sean? I had other pictures she signed. Oh, lovely. We can look at those later. She, she's a That's an Ewok bunny. Oh, that's cute. That's very cute. Yep. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow, that's amazing. So, um, Alika, you you seem like you wanted to say something, sir. Well, I was going to say it's coming up in May, Mm -hmm. and there are other people who wanted to hooey up and get a booth. Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe we should like get out there. I told you should. Yeah, it was kind of short notice for me. I'll tell you right now. The the majority of the books you have. Yeah, I would just bring my whole top shelf and. I didn't see any of those books there. Really? I think I, I think I saw the first appearance in Nightwing, but I didn't see any of the Flash running. I heard down. there was a first Ninja Turtles. They did trying to sell in eight five for five yeah. grand over there. Somebody was selling a Wizard magazine. You remember the one shots they used to sell? Yeah, mm-hmm. they had issues. a graded one that I saw for five thousand yeah. dollars. Wow! And I could not see why even graded that was worth five thousand. Yeah. But that's their problem. It's hard because you got new fans walking around the con, and some of them are going to get con. Yeah. They're going to be like, that must be worth something. If it's worth $5,000, it must be good. Yeah. I just so happened to get $6,000 before I came here today. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, the irony of this I'll be able to buy this book and then buy some nachos. (laughs) (laughs) 
and not eat for the next month. I will say Those this. Awesome if you go nachos to, again most again. people <laughs> should know this anyway, but if you go to the convention, be expecting some crappy food for really expensive money. I was going to ask, just ask about that. How good was just or how bad was it? your average junk food. I mean, it's all common. Can you leave and come back? Because there's all kinds of restaurants right across you the street. You can, from the but, uh, but they don't really allow you to bring anything in. Sure, whatever. Just go yeah. eat and come back. Just go eat and come back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you don't have food there and you don't want to leave and come back, you're going to end up spending $6 on crappiest nachos you've ever seen. There's a Simon there's a Simon Air place like down in yeah. Waikiki which is It's so, so close to everything. So like it's a everything. block away from the mall if you just want to go to the mall go to the food court and come back even. Wow. Oh, Shirokia. Sure. That's always oh, awesome. Yeah. Sure is always awesome. Lunch. Always awesome. So good. So Gannon this, which brings us back to this the rating, the star rating. <laughs> I give it a four. Four stars. But, but only only because there's obviously still some room for improvement. But it, I was satisfied. That's what, that's why I'm giving it a high rating because I was satisfied with the experience I got. I can still see some places where it could be fixed. But again, you, you have to give it an excuse because it's the first time they've done it there. Was you, that the first? Your first? First convention period. Oh, awesome. First convention period. Cool. So, I mean, again, I don't have anything to base it off of. Right, right, right. But for what I was expecting. Well, the fact that you were satisfied. Yeah, the fact that I got what I wanted to get out of it, I was happy. That's awesome. If you were walking the floor, walking the floor of the con with Professor Barry, what do you think he would (laughs) do? Would he just turn his nose up at everybody and just be like, this is so pedestrian. There wasn't a lot of movie stuff going on there. Sure, sure. Not a lot. He's a comic book guy, though. He likes comics. He reads comics. I don't know what his his interests are. He's reading like you're reading. He's reading the comic books based off of movies. Oh, there's not a lot sure. of those. Not, not a lot of those. There's a Shattered Empire, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotta get them in So, that. are you saying about a two and a half? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing above two and a half, obviously. <laughs> He'll give it a three. So, he, he loves it, three. Wow. He'll give it a three. Wow, that's... Because uh... if Barry gives something two and a half, that means he loves it. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So, uh, I'm glad that you had a chance to go, like I said, next year... Um, in May, hopefully we'll we should be able all to, go. We should all go. This would be a lot. A live like pod a, from the con. I would love doing that. Like a nerd watch. Comic I bet we could thing. suck somebody Absolutely. into a madness. Like well, listen, an let's or let's let's talk about, about doing that whole. You said you wanted to get a booth. Why the heck yeah, not, man? Let's uh, let's see what we can uh, put together. I've yeah. already talked to the wife about going to next year's one, and she's she's down. So oh, cool, awesome, and it might be the, a family thing for me. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic, and um, we we got to find out what days those land on. So, sure. but yeah, that'd be great. I would love to do that. That'd be fun. Is Sean coming? He's going to be yeah, there regardless. That? that was Silent Sean. Oh, that was him. He's- he <laughs> nodded. Good, good. good. In an enthusiastic kind of way. Oh, good, good, good. I want to make sure he was off his leash. So. Wow. Wow. I love how you waited for her to leave before you opened up with God. God. It's like that Key and Peele special. Like, oh, my And I told her. <laughs> Wait till she's out of the room. All right. To answer your question, about, to answer, answer your question about next year, it's May twentieth to the twenty second of cool. next year. Oh, so that's a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. Time. I'm assuming so. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So oh, it's been announced. Well, when are the out? tickets going to go on sale? Doesn't say that far because I know um, the privileged uh, people Who for San Diego. The sales? <laughs> um, they have they have access to the tickets already for well, San what's, Diego. Well, what's nice is not that, you know, maybe we can go in as insiders. More importantly, Ivy Doom Uncle, Kitty told me herself that Alika. she was invited to come back. <laughs> awesome. Right. More importantly. Maybe we could get her in, in the My Comic my, my comic. I, I actually got a phone wait, call. Wait, are you talking like there. we're going to kidnap her or something? <laughs> I, listen, that wasn't the word that I used. But, but that, that the way you word. said that, like we're just going to take just turned her. this podcast into evidence. <laughs> 
Why, sir? Why? I'm questioning the motives. So therefore, no. Uh, I didn't say I'm yeah, on I like board. the way he's like, so we'll grab some rope and some tape. And we'll, just, <laughs> we'll just bring her over to our booth. Just know? bring her over. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. I mean, uh, bring her. Uh, <laughs> Well, what's nice? Man, I regret telling her about the Because <laughs> if she listens to this, I'm in trouble. That's right. <laughs> well, what's nice is, like we were saying, that hopefully the ticket prices won't be that big of a deal, especially if if we do something with uh, Alika. Maybe that'll be, maybe that'll quell some of that issue, which would be nice. So we'll we'll, f- we'll figure it out. We'll get some more info. And, but, there, and there's a team of people doing a booth. You don't have to have all four of us there all the whole day. Yeah, we can get right. wanderers. Yeah. Right. That's true. And what would be nice is that we could find some way to get in contact with those guys. Because I, I tried to do it through Maui Watch. We, there was a number on the thing. We left a message. No one ever got back to us. So we're trying to figure this. trying to figure out how to do it. You just got to contact the guy. I think his name is Jimmy J. Because you should have said you were from Maui Watch Comics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe next time. Maybe just say, I'm a leaker from Maui Comics. Okay. <laughs> That's all and I then say. continue to go I want all of the stuff. This is Alika. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all of the stuff. That's right. <laughs> this is Alika from Maui Comics. <laughs> 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 it usually works for me. That's right. Call me back, brah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, we have come uh, close to uh, that time where we say goodbye to our Friends on the radio uh, at KAKU 88.5. Friends on the radio? Yeah, we have friends. <laughs> you know, speaking of on friends, though, of the fellow programming, uh-huh. did, do you listen to the tub in the morning? Larry, John, and the tub? Um, I don't know who you're talking I'm about. I'm usually in the tub. <laughs> <in the morning. laughs> no, well, what, what, I, what about them? I do listen to them. And, and? Um, this morning, for you. Do you know, they mentioned they mentioned the nerd watch. Oh, sh- really? Yeah. Oh, shut up. Do you want to know what they had to say? About oh, us? great. Here we go. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear this. Is this about Greg's woman hating? We're, no, no, not none of that. I'm sure. I'm oh. sure Larry John could actually get on board with that. Some show of that show got erased, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they called us weirdos. Uh, oh, did conveniently. they? Conveniently, yeah. lovely. Conveniently, of course. That's where they go first. Is all the name calling and the bashing. Yeah, of course. Oh, well, good. How original? How original? Fine. The tub. <laughs> what is it? Howard Stern over there? Is no. that what it is? No, it's a bunch of old geriatric radio jocks. <laughs> yeah, just talking over each other. And... Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> Do we that see was my name at the, at the start of this? <laughs> a, I'm a little weary now. Sorry, I, I got defensive. I have I <laughs> got defensive. That's my defense mechanism, just going up trying to protect the nerd watch over here, okay? It's like the Jets and the Sharks pretty soon. <laughs> Listen, this may be no, called the nerd gonna watch! going to walking in snapping. <laughs> <laughs> This may be called the Nerd Watch, but we're not nerds! Alright? I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. <laughs> Loud and proud, you. Loud and proud, man. Loud and proud. Um, that's cool. So I'm glad. Well, listen, it's, it's fun to be um, talked about, even if it isn't. It's fun. Fun. <laughs> or in negative. the words of Billy Crystal, it's fun and funny. It is fun and funny. It's great. I like those guys, Larry Johnson and the Tub. Yeah. Fun. I didn't um, realize how much I enjoyed Larry Johnson. Larry John's. Was missing. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, he was missing from the show. And it was all DJ Blast and Shaggy. God bless them, I love them, but right. that show's format, that cluster F. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Only Larry John can handle it yeah, in an yeah. entertaining way. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I've grown an appreciation for him. You're right, Larry John, not Larry Johnson. <laughs> Larry Johnson. For <laughs> some reason, I had a, a, a flashback from like six, uh, back in the 90s when he played for the Charlotte Hornets at 6.5 yeah. Black Guy. Yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to. Larry Same Johns, guy, Larry Johns. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm glad Charlotte. to talk about us. Charlotte Hornets basketball. Sorry, oh, I know shooty it's a nerd, hoops. Nerdcast shooting gotcha. hoops. There you go. <laughs> We're talking shooting hoops. Sorry. Anyway, um, for those that are listening on KAKU 88.5, the best way to get in contact 
contact with us is on Facebook.com slash The Nerdwatch. You can also follow us on Twitter at NerdwatchNation. And you can also follow us uh, on Instagram at the underscore Nerdwatch. If you are listening on the podcast, we have more stuff coming up very, very shortly. You get to find out what we thought of some of the new premiere shows that came out. Our thoughts on that is coming up here very, very shortly. What's Sean had for dinner tonight? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh, um, nothing? <laughs> Dog food? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Whoa! Sorry. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I hold the whole thing. I'm just trying to. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. We are weirdos. You heard that? Sean, Sean just called us weirdos. I know, man. You're just... lucky Aaron doesn't actually listen to I know. the show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just giving him all kinds Damn. of crap. Sorry, man. I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I do it out of love. I do it out of love, man. I do it out of love. Anyway, I guess uh, we're never going to get Amigos as a sponsor. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of time. If you're listening to the radio at KAKU 88.5, if you are not listening to us on the radio, or if you are listening to, listening to us on the radio and want to hear the rest of this podcast, you can download it through iTunes. You can download it through any podcast aggregate that you use on your Android device as well. Uh, so please listen for the extra content coming up very shortly. So until next time, peace out, much love, and most assuredly always stay nerdy and stay right here if you're listening to the podcast because we got more coming up. We say to you, aloha. Gentlemen. We're and back. we're back. We're back. Where'd we go? We Was that just like, did I have a stroke? You think you did. <laughs> no, we went over to Amigos and got some food and came back. <laughs> 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 really Off of that, we went endorsement earlier. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Uh, we're rough, rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I lived in Boston, and uh-huh. they tell us that the chicken wings at the Chinese restaurants is cat. Yeah. And looking at it, I, I swore I saw a hair in one one time, and I just shrugged my shoulder. I was like, it's good. It's good. It tastes good. Why, why? My question is, that not to get off nerd subjects here, but why is it always the go-to when it comes to Chinese food? Like, even here, when we say that we have Manapu, we always, what was it when oh, we were going yeah, to? It was cat or, meat. Yeah. No, it was always cat meat in the middle, remember? Everybody said... Because there's so it, many of them all over the place. <laughs> yeah. That might be a good good idea. There's even like, more cats around than there are dogs. That's true. Good point. How often do you see stray dogs? Yeah. Not as often as cats. And on top of that, you know, what people don't understand is here, for, for those that, you know, because dogs and cats are domesticated, doesn't necessarily mean other parts of the world don't eat them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, Hindus well. don't eat cows. Come yes, on. Sean. Right. Yeah. Get with it. Get with it. Get with right? the rest of the cat eating <laughs> public. Apparently, <laughs> Mexicans cook dogs too. Yeah. <laughs> way to go, Sean. Yeah, way to go. Um, so, gentlemen, uh, we're back to, to normal. It's the it's the ending of the September. Uh, we're back on a fall television schedule. A lot of things have popped up as of late tonight. Uh, just, uh, just to let you guys know, the the, the premiere, new Muppets, right? the new Muppet Show I'm sorry, came out. Was that not the one? You're oh, that was about. not the one, nerd. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, the Scream Queens show premiered tonight oh, on yeah, Fox. Yeah, yeah. A two-hour premiere of Scream Queens. Is anybody excited about that? I, you know, to be honest, I saw with the that, Scream Queens. They're I, excited. I kind of was for a couple seconds, but I before I so you realized, wait, there's no girls in this show. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, but that's your girls. Queens. They're oh, targeting you, Gannon, with that. They, they kind of are show. because this, the original Scream Queen yeah. is in it. <clears throat> which Jamie, one Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, maybe. So, um, it looks a little bummy, bubble gummy to me. It's the same. It is. Uh, it's the same. I was is watching. She's still in pushing Activia. <laughs> I think it's a powder in there. Well, I don't know. Well, she's looking good. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it has this. It's the same creators of Glee and um, American Horror Story. Well, I'm out. 
Yeah. So it's Glee crossed you know, with American Horror Story. Yeah, it's it's really strange because this guy has a tendency to to do more um, preaching as opposed to entertaining, and it kind of seems that way when I was watching it the first couple of minutes of it. Just, it felt weird. It was funny, but uh, Emma Roberts is, is it Emma? I think it's Emma. Emma Roberts it was uh, in Scream Four. Yeah. The, uh, she, the Ill, Ill-remembered squeal, Scream 4. I almost yeah. said Squeal 4. Yeah, Squeal 4. <laughs> I stopped myself, didn't say it, then I told it. you guys what I was about to say anyway. <laughs> uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, a whole bunch of people. It's about a sorority that has apparently a, uh, a serial killer that wants to bump them all off. But we don't know who the killer is. When you say bump them off, you mean kill them. Yes, kill them. Yeah, Good. Sorry. It's, a, it's just very Scream-esque, I guess you could say, um, in that respect. Uh, but it's fate, it's it's set in a it's sorority house. It's weird that we're starting to get these serial killer type scream shows. Even Scream itself had its own show. Yeah, and which I don't is remember weird. feeling very positive about about seeing it coming out. I, no, I, I think I watched the 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 pilot for about ten minutes. It just retread the first movie too much for yeah, me. Yeah, like yeah. with a glossier 2015 kind of feel. This is exactly what this has. This Scream Queen show that uh, premiered tonight. It's got this very glossy look to it. I mean, it looks nice. I mean, listen, when you can get big names like Nick Jonas in your show then you know you know you've hit the big time from the Jonas Brothers the one that doesn't oh. have diabetes yeah the one right the non-diabetes one the non-diabetes. oh right 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 yeah, so, I only know about the Jonas Brothers to yeah. South Park sorry <laughs> I'm sorry I know right but Maybe anyway that, don't worry you're better, you're better off knowing them that, <laughs> that premiered tonight I'm recording I'm going to try and watch it uh, when I get an opportunity to but more importantly yesterday was the premiere of um, Gotham and Big Bang Theory, Gotham, of course, I think is a big deal because they they're, they're dubbing this series "Rise of the Villains." Mm-hmm. I've also heard a lot that they're getting it a little bit more on track. That it flew a little bit off the rails from time to time in the first, which I would agree because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there's a lot of that show where it, it did not feel like they really were nailing down a tone yeah. specific. It seemed like it was going all over the place tone wise. Yeah. Uh, well, the funny thing is, is that for I'm... instance, uh, what's her name, Fish Mooney's character. I don't. There's there's parts of that show where I didn't even feel like she was in the same show as everybody else. Yeah, yeah she, definitely. And, and she and it from the previews, it looked like she's she's gone. Thank God. Yeah, she's gone. Nothing against Jada Pinkett Smith, but that character was just loathsome. I did not. I, I just could not get on on board with that character at all. Well, here's the thing: is that I don't know if you guys saw the red ba- the red band trailer that I posted on the Nerdwatch for the goth for the Gotham television show. There's a red band trailer yes. for a TV yes. show. It seems for more, a TV show. It seems so more. So you're going to on Monday see it live. It seems or on, on air. Right. It seems more of a more of a marketing ploy. If I was anything, say. but it is quite violent. I have to say, I was surprised. Um, but they're setting up the Rogues Gallery for Gotham. A little early, but and, I'll and go it with seems it. very. Did you watch it, uh, Alika? No, I didn't watch it's it. It's extremely. Watch it because it's extremely comic book esque in the way they're telling the story. And, and even watch the, the first season of Gotham either. That's really yeah, it's it's not bad. Life. It's actually I caught good. a few episodes here and there, and I liked what they're doing. I liked the Catwoman angle. I liked yeah. you know the, all that stuff. But for you were I watching Gotham for a while, weren't you? Or no, I was, and then. I was so hooked on Flash, man. I, I was yeah. I was very into the whole cop drama in Gotham. Yeah, angle. that was a good angle. That, that that's the angle I liked, and then they started spanning out into a it, bunch it, of different things, and it just kind of yeah, lost it me. was kind of sold like an NYPD PD Blue show, but it happening yeah. in Gotham, which is I, what I, was I thought that. we were gonna get. But then it, it gets into these weird, campy overtones. It never feels like the show is on the same track as the rest. Can of the I show be honest with you? It seems like in the preview that I saw, they're embracing the camp. Which I'd be fine with, so long as they stick to one right, tone. Right, exactly. If they, if stick they to get one a direction tone. and follow that direction, then I'm on board. Yeah, but yeah. 
If they start, you know... When you're telling two different kinds of shows in the space of one episode is where you have a problem. Right. So Gotham is on a new course... I guess, I'm assuming, is charting a new course for television. They're calling this a rise of the villain, so I'm guessing they are finally going on to the fact that we're setting up a a team of villains for Batman to... It's kind of neat the season's getting a title, too. Is that weird? Yeah, I I don't think it's weird. I think it's kind of cool, because it sets the tone for the rest of the season you're going to see. Yeah, hopefully that season follows that title. Yeah. Right. Because if we go into more Barbara and and James' backstory, I don't know that. Well, there was a big reveal in that trailer, if you haven't seen... um, That the Joker might be more of an idea, not just one person. I've read a lot of that Not just that, but also the thing about Barbara... Barbara, um, Keene. Yeah, Barbara Keene. Um, as well, there's a very big uh, there's a big reveal in that if you never watched the first season. So kind of stay away from it if you haven't. No, seen no, the first I have, I'm all caught up on Gotham season one. Strings they have not Flash or Arrow, ironically enough. You are wow. not caught up on Flash. Neither show. One of the greatest comic shows. I know it, it's year. been killing me too because I wasn't necessarily on board with the first episode. I mean, I liked it, but I thought Flash is a little scrawny, a little young. So that was my first turnoff. But he's from, so good though. He from won following me over. the show, like yeah, reading he won about me it, over as well. That's, well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like everybody seems to be saying the same thing, so there's obviously something to it. So I do mean to catch up to it. He's charming as a Flash. It's weird. Like each of the characters interlock so well in that series. Mm-hmm. Definitely, he's charming. Yeah. That's always kind of weird that the show that spun <laughs> off of Arrow got stronger, whereas Arrow seemed to fall back a bit because nobody's really that that enamored by season three for Arrow. Yeah, from what yeah. I've seen. No, yeah. I, I, I have to be honest, I've only seen the first couple episodes of the first season of Arrow. I've only watched the first episode and the Rachel Gould the fight in season se- three. The second season of Arrow is the, is the one that'll completely win you over. And that's not to say that's the a first... That's Deathstroke season. Right? Yeah, because yeah. it's not to say the first season sucks. <laughs> it, it does kind of trot along. It's the second season that'll really get you on board. Really? It's just costumes. It's and just great. That's fair. Wall to wall through the whole thing. You know, it's like any other TV show. Not every episode is going to be gold. Right. But second season is the one that, if you're still hedging on the first season, it'll win you over. Stephen Amell is as good as Oliver Queen? Not who I'd picture for Oliver Queen. But for this version of Oliver Queen, perfect. Yeah. I'm After big, watching the first episode, I, I was into him as Oliver Queen. Yeah, I, I mean, had no problem with it. For him. me, like if I see an actor portraying a character that I would not necessarily immediately see as that character, as long as they can win me over in that interpretation well, of the character. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and very Canadian. very Canadian Um, nice so now also one thing we haven't talked about in the last two weeks uh, uh, purposely so for one of those weeks Fear the Walking Dead came back so good still haven't watched any of that either uh, they're four episodes deep yeah there's only two more so and they haven't started season what six of Walking Dead season six of Walking Dead proper comes out October 11th and you know this this Fear of the Walking Dead is so good. Like I recommend any fan of the Walking Dead because you know people are like I don't want to get invested in these people. We know they're all going to die this and that. This is the early days. Everyone's dead already. Mm-hmm. And you know that's not the point. I think what the point is to see how humanity devolves to the point where it gets and you know the Walking Dead does, starts not too long after the end of everything. Right. You know Rick only wakes up a few months after it happens or so right. or a month or so right, or whatever. Right. So it's like it's not that long. And we're seeing how it devolves in, in Fear the Walking Dead and how certain kind of people act a certain way. Why the, you know, and we're seeing, like, how the military really acts <clears throat> in a situation like this, right. you know. 
or what orders they're given to do so, and because they, they they're just they got to follow these yeah these mm-hmm. you know and like but the, you realize society's gone, and without a political power structure, the army is essentially just a bunch of goons with guns. You know, mm-hmm. if they don't have a, a leader or a brain, you know. Right, right, right. Interesting. Well, in this in this interpretation of uh, of where we're going with the storyline, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, there's it doesn't seem like there's any direction coming. There's from chaos. The it seems like utter chaos. chaos and utter chaos. You're watching a lot of tensions boil, and it's getting scary. Yeah. So. Um, I am liking it so far. I, I hope that there's some place they're going with it. I think for sure. I think I think the fifth episode, the next episode, is going to be like an action-packed us with our characters, them doing their missions, and, sure. and this and that. And I think episode six is going to be the real think piece that'll throw us right back into The Walking Dead. That's everything just devolves into crap. Everybody we cared about or whatever, everybody dies because that's the reality. And then I think what I like about harsh. what I like about Fear the Walking Dead is that it's so different from. Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it, not the same show at right, all. Right, it's not the same show at all. And that, I think that's what makes it so good or enjoyable to watch because it's not trying to imitate. Which we is see almost zero <laughs> zombies, you know what I mean? Like, it's all... That part of it's psychological. It's like a build. It's, it's, an, it's an entire yeah. build, which makes perfect sense. So, uh, two more episodes of Fear the Walking Dead are, uh, are going to be upon us here in the next two weeks. I can't believe it's the end of September. Uh, football has started... Oh, this is insane! It's just it's just crazy how fast time is moving. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't even. No, I, can't I want to toss a cartoon in there that I just recently. You watched the cartoon? Out. Yes. Alika so... never watches cartoons. So this should be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new Looney Tunes cartoon. So they had the Looney Tunes show recently, which sucked. It was like you know they tried to do a reality show version of Looney Tunes. So oh right, it was, it was terrible. There was like no musical cues or whatever. They just started a new Bugs Bunny cartoon called Wabbit, which is actual cartoony animation. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of a little bit of a return to form. So I watched that, and I was very excited about it. They did like kind of a similar thing with Mickey Mouse a few years back and did like a whole season of uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons, but in a new animation style and very cartoony. Hmm. So definitely worth watching. I just wanted to mention it because I caught it and... I'm an animation Did you fan. watch, speaking of since we're in, in animation, did you happen to catch um, The Muppets? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I was trying to catch it. It's on tonight right now. Is it on tonight right now? Yeah, I didn't know I what time it was. I thought it was on last night. No, maybe I've got my, my schedule screwed up. So it's it, uh, from the reviews I well, read. Well, Tuesday night. We're not airing tonight. Right? That's correct. Um, I do know that according to the reports that I've read, the reviews are, it's, that it's, just, it's Muppets in Midlife Crisis. Yeah, and it's going back to the reality show format. Wait, so they aged? Apparently. <laughs> and, and and he's got a new girlfriend. I mean, Kermit has a new girlfriend or something. Yeah, Denise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Denise. Yeah. All she, well, now that I'm saying it, it's kind of like is she modeled after Denise Richards? I don't know. But apparently the feminists are up in arms that he's not dating that fat pig anymore. No, oh, jeez. So. <laughs> Why? Sorry. You just had to <laughs> drop the bomb. What I meant to say was Miss Piggy. Sorry. So unnecessary. That beautiful independent woman is what you meant to say. So unnecessary. Sorry. Fat pig, see? That's what I said, see? <laughs> I meant so Miss, that's what she is. I meant Miss Piggy. That's what I meant. Sorry. God. Yeah, I guess you're not wrong, but wow. Yeah. Damn. Sorry, man. Maybe we're being jerks. <laughs> no, don't apologize to me. You didn't offend me. All right, well, listen. That we're is... being jerks because we actually call her by her actual name. <laughs> I know, right? As opposed to what she is. That's right. 
Uh, don't, wow. I'll, I'll take all the slings and arrows for that. Not being, I'm just saying. I mean, I, yes, you well, are. That's very noble of you. Yes, you are. Yes, you, you are. are. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Yes. I thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> as, since we are at the very beginning of the new fall season of television, anything exciting that you guys are looking forward to this year? I gotta wow. catch up a lot of these shows first before I can get diving into it. But again, Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's the oh yeah, the that is uh, the premiering. And I'm gonna miss the first episode on Halloween night because I'm yep. actually going out for the first time in years. But I'm doing it because I want to go out. But um, awesome. I'm gonna miss that episode on that night. That's the only. That's the only. Well, maybe not because I mean, by the time it comes out in the mail, I'll probably be able to stream it before we go out. So and it's only a half an hour. Yeah, thirty so, yeah. minutes. Ash yeah. versus the Evil Dead, October thirty first. Right. So anxious for that show. Yeah. The new season of The Flash coming. The out. new season of The Flash is coming out. Uh, the new season I, of Daredevil. Daredevil is uh, is going to be upon us very shortly. John Punisher. Jessica yes. Jones is coming Jessica soon. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, I think iZombie, based on a comic book. Yeah. iZombie. iZombie was good. I enjoyed iZombie. Second season. Looking forward to more. Have you read the book, though? No, I haven't read no. the book, so... See, I don't know anybody else that has. It was such a far-fetched, high-concept thing for me that maybe I just didn't wasn't aboard for it. Maybe I gotta watch it. I'm you, s- but it's the kind... It, I like it because it's the kind of series you can... You don't have to be in the story. You don't have to care about the characters. You can just tune in. You can tune in. There's this... There are isolated adventures per episode, but they do carry on to the next episode if you want to get on board with that. Right. But you can just enjoy one for one. It's that's why I like it. I love that. I miss that. That's what I. That's what, some of my favorite episodes. Everybody used to give X Files so much crap for having. Yeah, you just jump in. Yeah. I love jumping in and doing the Monster of the Week stuff. That's always fun for me. Yeah. So good, good. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to look forward to this fall season. Like I said, Big Bang Theory. Uh, I didn't watch it, but it premiered this this uh, yesterday. Uh, Monday, and um, I hope it's good. I wonder how long. Apparently, Big Bang Theory is going to last another two seasons. Wow! Yeah, great. yeah, it, it has to because it's, it's going to dive into Friends territory really quickly, where they're probably a little too old. So to be yeah, I think it's. I, th- I think it should it's gonna end. start getting creepy. Yeah, it's going to have to end soon because they're starting to wear out. It can only last so long. Just a bit. It should only last so long. Right, right. Uh, it's it, not The Simpsons. Right, and if anything, they should just go into having a show that's just one of the guys. Just Sheldon or just... Oh, because we know all know how successful all the Friends spinoffs were. Oh, yeah. Listen, Joey was one of my favorite uns- uns- <laughs> Joey lasted shows. for like three seasons, though, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I yeah, can't it that. did. Really? It's a great show. It lasted for a little while. It was really, it was funny. Nobody you remembers tell, it, you but can it tell, did. Yeah, you can tell people that and they will be like, you're lying. Nobody watched it, but apparently somehow somebody did. Yeah, apparently so. Three seasons of... How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> you just showed your age, sir. That's nice. <laughs> so, gentlemen, um, movies. Green uh, Inferno. Moving on to uh, movies. Um, you, we didn't have a chance because of the recording. We didn't have a chance to tell everybody what we thought of the visit. I told everybody last week, so you can listen to my review of the visit if you want to. Last week with Professor Barry, we talked about that. We got in depth about it. Uh, we talked about how M Night Shyamalan is extremely underappreciated for Unbreakable, um, and we talked about that quite quite extensively. But since we didn't get a chance to hear from you, Gannon, um, for me, well. did you have a chance to watch it yet, or? I did, actually. Our viewership didn't. (laughs) (laughs) We've heard about what I thought of it. The listenership. We've heard about it, but... um, Yeah, viewer... Did you hear about it? Viewership. I listened to... You guys can't see us. I listened to the Professor Barry The listenership. Okay, so now that... Did you watch it, though? I did not watch the visit. All right, so format... uh, Just because I want to know, because it is a horror movie, what what did both format and Gannon think of The Visit? 
Uh, I want to get a little bit faster through it than I did last time. Sure, I know we're ahead. on limited time, go but um, I really dug it. Um, the only the only drawback for me after I thought about it a little bit more is that the kids didn't come across as genuinely as I think I remember them the first time I'd seen it. Um, but the movie all overall was was, was a well made movie as, as far as the, uh, the set pieces and the scares and things like that. Um, and, but again, the thing that really took me out of it was the ending during the credits. Right. Hmm. It was done to lighten the tone, but it devalues anything that happened to those kids throughout the course of that whole movie by essentially telling you that it did not affect them. You and Professor Barry agree. Which is it's just a spoiler, to, to say the least, but when it shows that it nothing affected those two kids at the end of the day, it just devalues the rest of the whole movie that you see. Wow. Yeah. So on your scale, does that change your star rating from last time? I still give it a two, a two and a half. Okay. I still give it a two and a half regardless. Scary? Yeah, I, I would definitely say if you're going to see it, if it's still on theaters or on Halloween, it's not a bad movie to see for Halloween. Format, what about you, sir, since you had a chance to see it? Um, yeah, it, it was good. It, it was, uh, it wasn't, like, terrible. I mean... Well, that's good. <laughs> I, I gave it but a three. It didn't suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that needs to be on the poster. I, I'm not, I'm not a huge horror <laughs> fan, as you guys know. Format, it didn't suck. It didn't suck. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge horror fan, um, as you guys know. Sure. I mean, like you know, I'm, I'm I like the genre. I'm just not a huge fan of right, it. Right, right. Uh, so if I do view something, it's kind of out of the norm for me, um, mostly because I, I tend to be uh, very empathetic towards you know characters in the movie. But this one kind of threw me out of that. So I was on the outside looking in, and. Uh, uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was scary, but I also saw kind of demeaning. Um, I, I don't know if, if that makes any sense. No, no, it totally but, does. I, I, I completely am. Because I love that. my grandparents. Yeah, you you brought up the elder hatred. Yeah, it felt, it felt like, like it felt oh. like a real crass way to deal with pe- people that are elderly that have those problems. Sure, it felt yeah. a little crass, and yeah. it was like I kind of like I, I finally folded my arms and he was like. Man, now I think he's shredding into territory. Yeah. It wasn't even stereotyping. Like, everything was, oh, well, grandma's got... Uh, yeah, another senior moment. just crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, Granny's got sundowners. <laughs> or, oh, grandpa has incontinence. He poops his pants. It's like, oh, well, that's grandpa. And it's like, oh, well, since we're just kids, these guys are crazy. Why don't we just film it? It's like, I just didn't... That was weird to me. So that was that's what brought down the score for me a bit. So what do you say? Um, I gave it three stars because uh, wow. it, it was good. It was good. If you give it two it and wasn't, a half, it wasn't like I'm going to change my rating. I think I'm going to give it two. Wow. Yeah, I, I give it a three, but you know, I'm I'm not that huge into the genre. And sure. For me, That's it was good, it was big. That's I mean, it, I'm not big, but it was good. Yeah. All right. So let me let me pose maybe pose a, a question to the both of you, and mm-hmm. even to you, Alika, uh, gentlemen. Do we think that M Night Shyamalan is back? No. Do, no. Oh wow. Not off of that. No. Wow. Not off of that. Hard no. Wow, yeah, that was a hard no. There was no considering the thing that set him on, on on his path was the Sixth Sense, which is a movie that you could watch at almost any point. It's it's a fairly timeless kind of movie, and it still kind of works. Yeah, You've it's, never it's, heard of the it's joke. a perfect and movie. unbreakable. Le- that that is exactly really he has not made a movie. The visit is nothing on that level. That's exactly what Barry said. Is what Format said last yeah. week. Barry said that Sixth Sense is near perfect. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So our, so what we're saying is that we got to see a little more work from him before we can say that he's officially. I back. think this is him getting his feet wet, trying to win his audience back. But mm-hmm. as terms of where he was, nowhere near it. He's not Roland Emmerich, where he's just going to keep playing to the same audience. Professor Barry is convinced that 
M. Night Shyamalan doesn't believe he's made a bad movie. I can, I can see that. I was like, man, that's, that's, that's tough. I can't. He, he's looking at the I last Airbender house where he'd be like, they just don't get what I was trying to say. Well, that's the yeah, I like the last Airbender. I, oh, you know what? I was, was going to say, wow. Can I tell you something? I, I defended Airbender, last Airbender, on that show last week with Barry. Really? I have to say oh. that I'm with you. I actually I enjoyed, enjoyed part of it. I, I did. did. I didn't watch I the didn't. animated series, so that's I didn't care why that. you <laughs> liked it. That's why you liked the yeah, movie, because you didn't watch the animated. For oh, someone who's so into animation, you didn't watch <laughs> you, the animated series. You should. Well, That's I, why you I, like the movie. I remember when this came out, <laughs> the anger, the seething anger yeah, everybody I had remember. at the last Airbender when they watched the show was. I didn't even watch it. Uh, I'm not a fan of the. Of the of well, the to be honest, though. if you haven't seen the the, the actual. If you're not a fan show. of the franchise, you probably like the movie. Yeah, you probably like the movie. It's a good movie. I actually, I actually enjoyed it because I've only seen sparse. I never followed the entire storyline of the Airbender. Uh, <laughs> Poor sorry. man's losing it. He's losing it. So well, they're not even a fan of the they're series. They're not even on the Airbender anymore. They're on the Legend of Korra. So. Yeah, well, the let, us is, have, let us have the Airbender. <laughs> but the thing is, is that people that love the Airbender are having issues with Korra too. They don't. Some of them don't really? even like Korra. Yeah, interesting. But anyway, I'm I'm a, I'm a guy who actually defends uh, Shyamalan's work on the Air, Last Airbender. I love that movie so. I'm wow, like, I don't know if I love it, but I do I love enjoy it. It's it. a movie I can get sucked into, you know. Wow. I'm I'm not like one of these hoity-toity guys. Who's like that was wrong. I didn't like it, you know. All right, like if it true. sucks me in and I enjoy myself. Right, right. Well, you'll be you'll be happy to know that Professor Barry hated it. Yeah, so great. <laughs> well, like all things. <laughs> Barry probably gave it like a half shot. Oh my gosh, it was pretty bad, his score. I can't remember what it was at this point. But, um, gentlemen, more, moving on to more movies, Black Mask came out this week. I watched uh, it. I was, sorely oh, dis- awesome. I was sorely disappointed that it wasn't a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a horror movie with how hard they played on the gore. Uh, it was cartoonish how they played on the gore. So, okay, so you did watch it. This I is watched direct- it. This is directed by Scott Cooper. This is in your neck of the woods when you yeah, were growing Boston. up in and Boston. So, Excuse me, say that correctly. Boston. Boston. There you go. So what, what, it, what, how was it? How was Johnny Depp's portrayal it of Sweaty Bulger? What do you think? I mean... Should we watch it? I mean, it's okay to watch as much as, like, any other, you know, Boston... You know, Boston's supposed to be, like, a character in the movie when you see it in a movie. And sure. having lived there... And it was just so soulless the way they... The city was not a character. Like, it's the opposite of that when people are like, the city was a character in the movie. Mm. Well, however you say the opposite of that, that's what it was. It was like the city had no soul in this movie. It could have been wow. anywhere. Wow. But Whitey Bulger's story is so quintessentially Bostonian. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... And they made it seem like the people of Southie loved him. He was a criminal. You know? Mm-hmm. He, he, was, he was like um, a boogeyman. You know, when I was growing up, it was like, you know, don't, don't mess around. You're going to end up like... Whitey Bulger and his boys because, you know, they're all criminals and they're scumbags and all that. Everybody knew he was a scumbag. He wasn't like a Robin Hood character, right. like how they kind of tried to portray him a little bit. Right. And. What part, of, what part of Boston did you grow up in? Um, Braintree, the last stop on the train. Oh, wow. Wow. And so. How far were you from the Wahlbergs? <laughs> that, that's in Dorchester. My, friend, <laughs> my good friend in high school over there, he actually grew up. In the same neighborhood, in Dorchester? Dorchester, where the Wahlbergs and, and all them lived. He would show me their houses and stuff. Oh, crazy. Crazy. But, um, just, like, Boston just... has so much character, and mm-hmm. the way they just completely did not capitalize it, and they just made it such a... Everybody doing their Boston accent was terrible. It was terrible. Really? Yeah, it was cringeworthy, you know? Wow. Joel Edgerton's in this movie. Johnny Depp's in this movie. Nick Stoll from Ant-Man is in this movie. Yeah. It, it's a big cast, and... 
they weren't they didn't really deliver as those characters. It was like everybody got into the same room and played dress. Hey guys, we're going to play Boston dress up today. Let's do our Boston voices today and this and that. And there was like not really much heart in it. Wow. So and I, maybe that's just me coming from Boston. I expect a little you're bit You're a bit insulted. Yeah, it was wow. like they used Boston a little bit. So what did you think great. overall though? What did you think of the film itself? Was it something that we should go see? Is it the portrayal of Whitey Bulger good enough for us to watch on the big screen or the portrayal of Whitey Bulger is cartoonish. Wow. He's just a hyper-violent guy that's somehow charismatic for it not to matter. Wow. And He's a it, comic book character. Yeah, basically. They comic book him up a little bit. Really? You know, Johnny Depp is like trying not to be a character actor, but that's what he is. And You know, the makeup was bad. I'm sure you guys might have heard about it already. His contacts were The contacts were, really, contacts were distracting. really distracting, yeah. Like, you could tell they were contacts. Like just in the trailers is the first thing I got. I was like, the exactly. contacts probably didn't need to happen. And it seems like every movie that he's in, there is all there always seems to be a bit of Jack Sparrow thrown in, no matter what. I don't think he can help it anymore. I don't think he can either. Um, but the story was so disjointed. I mean, the story of Whitey Bulger is a long and complex one. Sure. And his brother was a senator. His brother was the president of my college, UMass Amherst. Wow. And... He actually had to resign from being president for contacting Whitey Bulger while he was on the run and not notifying the authorities. And that happened right after I graduated. So, like, all that part of the movie was very, like, cool to watch on the screen. And, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch played played Billy, William Bulger, Billy Bulger. Oh, wow. And now, the, that was the one cool thing. Is How there was his was Boston a, accent? It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, there's different Boston accents, and there's hoity-toity rich guy Boston accents, right. like, you know, they... Like the Kennedys? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Can be started on that. And that's the one that Benedict picked for his Boston dress Oh, I gotcha, I yeah. gotcha. So, on Alika's star rating scale, where would you put Black Mass? You know, Mass? sadly, I would only give it... And I don't, I don't down movies too much, well, but I'm going to have to... You don't. I'm going to have to give it like two stars, one and a half stars. I don't know. Wow. Like you, you're giving it the same rating I as Fantastic thing, but... Four, and you like Fantastic Four better. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he has an interested, yeah, very interested. <laughs> you guys might like it because it is a criminal intrigue movie in Boston. It's I a true story. Those. I don't think these guys do that, yeah. but then I can't speak for them. Is there a heist in it? I mean, then I'm out. <laughs> they're smashing and grabbing. Oh, no, no, no. Are they smashing and grabbing with fast cars? No, the cars aren't that fast. Uh, uh, <laughs> is Vin Diesel in it with Paul Walker? <laughs> no, 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 I'm out. Forget it. It's not, it's not even a real movie anymore. Yeah. All right, so one and a half stars for Black Mass. That's disappointing. I really wanted to like. I it. was. I wanted to like it too. I was like all excited for it. A good Boston. Yeah, movie. you do have the Departed. Is, in this the Departed yeah. is a better Boston movie, and you, that is a cartoon. Of Which Boston. one? The Departed. Or oh, sorry, the Departed. The Departed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Jack that Nicholson. movie. That is. I like that. That movie was a. Lot. a that's a better Boston movie. Still super cartoon. Would you like to know that that's based on Whitey Bulger's life? That one, yeah, supposed to be. Supposed Jack to be. Nicholson was like yeah, a right, caricature right. of that. Yeah. And to be honest, Johnny Depp would have done better to play Whitey Bulger that way if that's the kind of movie it was going to be. Did you like that movie with um, uh, Dan Aykroyd and Damon Wayans and uh, Daniel Stern about how they kidnap him because they're from Boston? Boston Pride or Boston... Oh, I didn't watch that. I know, I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Celtic Pride. Celtic Pride. That's Celt- all. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you like that. But there are a bunch of whack jobs like that in Boston. I bet there are. <laughs> I bet there are. All right, gentlemen. Um, any movies on your uh, on your agenda? Green Inferno. I'm going to try and see that this oh, weekend man. at some point. I want to Green see Inferno. That. Seriously, if uh, or if Cannibal Holocaust the remake. I by the way, I asked Barry if he'd like to come along. He said no. He what? said he's going to leave that to Gannon. That's his. That's his words. That's what really? he quoted. Yeah. We, like, well, he's we not interested in that movie? No. 
We need like him. Like he said, I said, sir, you're going to come with us, right? And he said. He's just scared. No. He said, I'm going to leave that to Gannon. I was like, okay. <laughs> just the idea of being eaten alive by cannibals is not his bag, I guess. <laughs> no, it's not. Really. Did you see the red band for that? No, I've like, actually cool. been trying not to follow too much of that because I just want. It's to not. The, I mean, it's not that great. It's not horrible, but uh, yeah, if you go, let let us know. Um, is that something you're going to watch? Uh... Probably not. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> right, what you want to see it? Yeah. All right. Well, if we go, I'm just fascinated they got an actual rainforest tribe to participate in that movie, having never had experience with a film crew. That's amazing to me too. I got to admit, basically you're. Having them pretend to be this thing to be afraid of. What if you just convince them, like, you know, maybe we should eat these people. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you see this stuff they're making us do? We should just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> right, just totally out of contempt. Um, Green Inferno, I hope, is making it to Maui. I have not seen a schedule for it yet. Oh, really? I have not. I have to be oh, honest. It's a wide so, release, isn't it? It is a wide release. It is. Uh, so I'm, uh, I hope we're getting it. I'm, I'm hoping. I know that. I know that this coming week is also. The not this the the next week I should say this this next week is the signature edition of Iron Giant. Oh right, that Ooh. is coming up. Uh-huh. Can't wait for that. And October fourth is the replay for that as well. It might be a signifier we're getting a sequel too. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. So that'll be great too. Didn't um, that come from Vin Diesel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Vin Diesel. He's the one who was saying it. Yeah, that's what that's he did the voice of the Iron Giant. That um, was like the first thing I've ever seen from him actually. Yeah, probably the first thing he did. First thing I've seen at least for sure. So, uh, Green Inferno is a definite, if you can find it, where is it? Uh, well, yeah, they came out with it. Okay, sweet. Um, what, is there one on Thursday? Doesn't look like it. <sighs> there's no earlier... Well, we're, we're going to see if there's a premiere on Thursday, because sure. I, I, I want to see the Green Inferno myself. Um, uh, Green Inferno, if you don't know, Eli Roth, uh, it, Eli Roth's big movie. Uh, it's a remake, almost a remake, or almost an homage to a Cannibal Holocaust. I'm sure he's going to prefer the term homage. Thank you. It's an homage. Um, so, yes, we'll see that. That's coming out this weekend. And uh, there's another one, isn't there? There's one more big movie that I thought that was coming out this weekend. Um, for the life of me, I can't think Soul. Soul. <laughs> so, uh, format. Yeah. How's that uh, how's that? How's that, yeah, how's, that uh, how's that uprising game going? Oh, it's really good. Oh, good. That's fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of games, um, uh, before we get into uh, Hotel that, Transylvania 2. That's it. Hotel Transylvania 2. Okay, good. That's, that was the uh, big one? Yeah, no, uh, no, no, it wasn't. There was a big... Sicario. Oh, that's right. Sicario. Yeah, I don't think it's getting a wide release, is it? Mm. I don't think it's getting a wide release. Emily Blunt, Beast of Del Toro, right? Yeah. They're famous. So why not? So, uh, <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, so... We will watch the Green Inferno if if it kills us. Well, I don't want it to. Let's kill hope us. it doesn't. Let's hope it doesn't. Um, but uh, Green Inferno is on our docket to watch. We'll hopefully have a report next week. Uh, next week's show. Uh, anything? It is the fall. Anybody playing any games uh, as of late? Anybody getting into anything? I know you're getting back from the con. Anything exciting? Uh, I've been falling behind, man. I haven't played any new games in a while. Arkham uh, last thing. I man, finished that. Uh, I know you're playing Star Wars Uprising. Mm-hmm. You're into that. How's that going? Should we uh, be, should we be playing it on our mobiles? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's that's all he's doing. He's doing that right now while we're talking. <laughs> that's what he's doing. Alika, what about you? You're an old school gamer. Yeah, I'm uh, playing Nintendo. <laughs> that's in NES. He's not... playing. He's playing Quack Although I've heard a lot of good things about uh, Mario Maker. Oh yeah. man, Mario! That's the one so thing that'll suck me into. If gaming. there is one thing that I want to play on the Wii U, is Mario Maker. Yeah. I have to admit. Right now, I am playing the Destiny Taken Kings uh, new content. It's amazing. If you have been a 
a slacker when it comes to Destiny or if you lost faith in Destiny, this is the time to get back in. It is amazingly good. It's amazingly fun with people, especially. It's fantastic to play. I'm having a good time with it. Destiny's Taken King is fantastic. Everything that they, everything that sucked about the first year, they've kind of pretty much fixed. Uh, they, everything, it felt like the first year was a beta, and now they're finally understanding where everybody wanted it to go. So it's really good so far. Enjoying it a lot. Been playing a lot of it. Having a good time with it. Trying to be, um, uh, trying to have time for that. And uh, doing the podcast and working and all this other stuff because I want to play more games. Um, Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> I have not finished yet. Um, I've got a ton of just a ton of games I got on the docket coming up. Uh, this week was FIFA 2016 that came out. I love soccer games. Don't get me started on that. I love soccer games. I even watch or it. football if you're European. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, the football. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. Um, to but, our European listeners. That's right. For those that listen. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, we have people that listen to us in, where was it, Croatia? Wow. Uh, we no have way. Pe- yeah, seriously. Uh, people that listen to us in Africa. Wait, on purpose? Or are they just I think they accidentally like hit on hit on the <laughs> podcast. It's a total by accident. Croatia. You know? Maybe they no play it as in, in they play it as in like an avant garde set piece in yeah. one of those coffee bars. That's what I'm thinking. They, nobody <laughs> understands English. They just play the nerd watch in the background, <laughs> and they're all just like snapping their fingers. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> right. That somehow trying, is cool to tr- them. Trying to learn English. Or yeah. Who knows? But yeah, Malaysia. We are the worst ones. Yeah. <laughs> Malaysia listens to us, which is really cool too. Cool. I thought that was kind no of lives in Malaysia. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just the Malays. Just the Malays. And the president <laughs> the in Malaysians. his youth. You know, so. But, uh, yeah, it's really cool. We're getting uh, where people are listening to the show from all parts of the country and all parts of the world, which is a lot, which is fun. Majority of our audience comes from the United States, obviously. Uh, here, oh. Colorado. The majority of our listeners is us. Is us, right? (laughs) Apparently not us. We bring ourselves to the podcast we weren't on. That's right, you did. Eagle maniac. Before we get out of here, it's about about time for us to wrap this sucker up. Uh, I do want to make an announcement. If you weren't privy to it uh, on last week's show with Professor Barry, I want to send a big congratulations out to Format. He is officially now a member of oh, the Hawaii yeah. Film Critics Society, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he is official. He's a part of a uh, of a rare breed, a rare group of reviewers that actually have cred. Um, so, uh, do you guys so, wear masks and hang out in mansions? And... We do. We do. <laughs> My robe's coming in next week. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, the That's Hawaii. Why shut tight. <laughs> this is what it is. Exactly. Like well, it. see, they're film critics, so they got the reference. That's right. So. Uh, uh, Format, uh, congratulations, sir. That's uh, hey, nice. Nice, nice work, man. Right uh, back at you. Completely unexpected. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It was completely unexpected. Like, I didn't, we had no idea if we would get voted in or not because I also am a part of the Hawaii Film Critics Society. Um, and uh, it's really an honor for me. I think it's really fun and I, I can't wait to be a part of it. Now, that we, what that means for those of you that are listening, that means that we now officially have a, a Film Critics Society in Hawaii that actually will, will actually vote on best picture of the year, best actor, best special effects. Um, there's a and then that that actually will mean something to the people that want to promote their films here. So that's good. So um, Professor, this was Professor Barry's baby. He's so wait. You're saying it means more now because you guys are involved, or because well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's yes, that. yes, that, yes, that it's, it's that the Film Critics Society exists. Yes, is is important. It's kind oh, of overdue yeah. because Maui's had a film festival for so long. Right. And not a critic society mm-hmm. to rate any of the movies officially that have been coming through. Right. 
we're we're really only getting the studio line on a lot of the stuff that right, comes through. Right. I remember I remember Barry saying something like when he first talked about creating the Film Critics Society. Right. About I think like England or someone has like two members in their right. Film Critics Society. I brought that up last and they're and they're they're so like I don't want to say uppity, but they're they're really they are English. They have they have a lot of the the, the yeah. their film <laughs> society is quite prestigious. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So um, it's just, just a nice way to eliminate or uppity. Or same uppity. difference. Same yeah. thing, right? Same Again, thing. it depends who you are. They are British. That's right. If you're format, they're uppity. Yeah, yeah. If you're the queen, they're prestigious. Prestigious. <laughs> so it's nice that that Hawaii will now have a voice in the film community. Yeah, we get to be. Yeah, uppity. we get to be. <laughs> Grab your monocles. Uh, have your monocles. You know nice. what this means? All the reviews we're going to get now are going to be like two or below. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all this means. Is that like a pre-rack? I'm going to be the only guy raising the curve. <laughs> well, you know a format. I... <laughs> <laughs> what would G-Money think of this movie? Right. No, what would G-Money rate it? What would I rate it? He'll Half ask star. it himself. Go, what would I think? <laughs> Half star? Well, just to let you know, uh, gentlemen, if you ever are interested in writing... Um, and if you're interested in being part of the Hawaii Film Critics Society, it is open uh, for other reviewers, just to let you know. Yeah, so I just Barry's all about growing the, growing the, the growing, society. Growing there. the society. So if you, if you ever, get the, ever get the nerve or the, or the gumption to write, which I thought I'd never have. I gumption, never thought I would. There's a word. Um, and I did, and I love it. I'm glad I have an opportunity to. If I ever wrote a review, it would be like complete gibberish to you guys, because like I look at movies completely different than everybody else. That, well, that's, that's good. Like, that's, just, that's that's the whole point. That, that's what they want. That's what they want. To they, me, Ninja Turtles, the 1990 Ninja Turtles, is a five star movie. That's awesome. You know what I mean? I, that is fantastic. Those are and the, then the Red Balloon. That's like two stars. Because what the hell? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they. That's what they want. And uh, um, the varying voices. Uh, that uh, we don't want the same unified voice. We want. We want different opinions. Like, why want, does this guy just love cartoons? That's exactly the same. Because th- those varying opinions, and they don't always have to agree, is what makes the Hawaii Film Critics Society and this country great. Wow. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. You're just kidding. I just jumped on the You're side. just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I just jumped on the soapbox. You don't mean anything you just said. That's right. No, totally mean it. I just jumped on the soapbox for a second. I wanted to jump off. So I just wanted to... You know. I like that. You were just getting me motivated. I know. It's good. Motivated. And then you just killed it with the just kidding. Oh, I was like, oh, man. I'm so bummed now. Kidding. I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed. If you go into politics, don't say just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> want people to get it's like, I side. believe in this county. Just kidding. I'm <laughs> 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 Kelly, we can get things done. <laughs> JK. That's, awesome. That's just JK. That's awesome. Just, I can just sound, send out some harsh tweet about how somebody looks like Donald Trump, and I'll probably get the president. Yeah, yeah, just be a jerk all the totally, time. Totally, just be a jerk all the time. I'll be like, that's part of his character. Yeah, right, totally. And mention China in every single yeah, uh, speech just, ever. And China. Those you know Chinese China, jerks. And those Chinese movie reviewers. You know what they can do? They can suck it. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just... I love the, uh... <laughs> I love the, uh... Star Spangled Banner. I'm not going to miss a good chunk of this. It's going to actually make it into the podcast. <laughs> no, this is making it. The xenophobic rants. That's just... <laughs> basically going to be the only part that makes it And you know what else? Air. Mexico is going to pay for that wall. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Uh, what about the Canadians? They got more money. They got to pay for their wall, too. I ain't paying for that wall. That's right. I got to keep that wall. Out. That's right. That's right. I'll pay for the walls, eh? Hey. Donald yeah. Trump, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, I invoke Donald Trump on this show. It's That's the great. second week in a row I've done it. Amazing, amazing. This is why he's. Uh, I hope he polls. gets elected president so that everybody in America just has that moment where they're like, "Wow, that's wow. how stupid we are." This it's going to be the same thing that happens. Things will when, get better after that. Right. It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same wonder that it is when California elected Arnold Schwarzenegger as their governor and then realized. Now that was genius. That was. That was well it done. It was in hindsight. They looked at him and they're like, "That's the guy to get stuff done." He I've does. Seen him yeah. do it. Yeah, seen him do it for you. Look I mean, at his life. You want a turbo man? He'll go out and get That's one. That's right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he will. He gets stuff done. Want to kill some aliens? drop a log on that. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Do it. Uh, do it now. Do it now. Kill me now. Speaking of, um, not, I can't believe these paths have crossed. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is taking over for Donald Trump on The Apprentice. Is that a surprise? Not a shock, but You're here's... Negative. Negative. I'm putting my money on the table right now that he's not saying you're fired. What he's going to say is, you're terminated. terminated. Yes. You're terminated. terminated. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's Whoever what it's makes the next episode, you'll be back. <laughs> you won't be back. Yeah. Whatever. Same difference. And if it's a really satisfying cut for him, he'll tell him hasta la vista, baby. So it's going to yeah. be in the 2016-2017 season uh, of television, so hey, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. So if Trump doesn't get the presidential job he doesn't have a job to fall back on now um well i want to say that the the golf courses and the the real estate that he owns i'm pretty sure he's gonna be okay and all the well, channels channels he's okay, gonna... but he still needs a job um i i think he provides enough jobs that the well, sure. according to him the mexican people love him until he goes bankrupt and then <laughs> screw right. those jobs that's right screw those jobs <laughs> <laughs> Well, apparently he's building walls. That's right. That's right. He'll just go back to building walls. He will. He, he will, but he won't have to pay for them, which is a brilliant idea. So, but there is, I, you know, funny enough, there is, anyway, I'm not going to get a politics. I, I, I'm going to get, it's going to go nuts. G-Money. I know I want I'm right? calling you out. You're going nuts. Do a politics podcast. Politics podcast. I know. I will. You should I will be your co-host and your Sean Hannity. <laughs> yes, that'd be awesome. That'd be so awesome. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> right, I know. You've got to be able to swear, too. We, okay. Because <laughs> I just want to get in your face uh, and swear. I know, face. right? That's be awesome. Uh, gentlemen, uh, it's been fun. It's been real. Like we, we caught up on quite a bit of stuff. Uh, we got the Hawaii Comic Con in. Thanks, for, by the way, Janet, uh, for... Uh, uh, posting those pictures and uh, letting us know what was going on. We certainly appreciate it. I'm sure that a lot of people who listen to the show will appreciate it as well. We'll they all couldn't be back make it. next year. Yeah, and uh, if we're lucky, we'll all be back uh, all next us, year. We'll yeah. all be going, which will be great. I want to hope... We'll do some... the podcast there. Oh, that'd be so Wouldn't awesome. Wouldn't that be killer? That'd be awesome. I, 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 we I get Ivy Duke more. getting to an interview with her. I would love oh, we're to... We're dragging her to the booth. Yeah, so. I mean, that's what we're doing already. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do... An interview with Ivy Doom. Yeah, Duke we got Kitty. Ivy Doom Kitty. See, that was waiting to pause that says, "I would love to do an, an, an interview. interview." Totally, yeah, yeah an interview. See, <laughs> oh man, it's been fun. Listen, guys, we'll be back next week. Um, if we do watch the Green Inferno, uh, please let me know. I'm I'm down for doing that. I want to see it. anything for Thursday. By the way, 
Did it say there was anything for Thursday? Didn't see anything on Thursday. <laughs> All right. I looked at the whole schedule, everything planned Thursday. It ain't on it. So All right, so Friday. so Friday it is. Then uh, we'll see if we can do it on Friday. We will have a report for that, and then we'll uh, update you on more shows that'll be coming out this week on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, we got some more shows coming up uh, as well on television. We're going to probably be doing a lot more uh, for the next couple of months because movies are really really light. I'm probably going to be talking more about television shows, comic books, and then movies will probably hit up more in like November, December. Um, especially in December. Yeah, especially in December. And then, of course, uh, there is one big movie in October for Halloween that we're going to have to see, and it's Paranormal Activity. So I think that, that'll be that'll be on the docket the as well. The Ghost Dimension. Yes, The Ghost Dimension, which would be awesome. How do you but, not come up with a better title than that? <laughs> yeah. Like, why not just call it, what is it, Five? Or five, six? Paranormal Activity Five. This is a spinoff. Right, the, uh, marked, the marked ones. So it would be six. Right. Let's just say that is the one that... Is this not a prequel, though? No. No? No? Oh. They're, they're, they're saying it, it deals with another family that somehow has a camera that can see the ghosts. Right, right. And it's somehow in 3D. And... A found right. footage movie in 3D. Not, and not just that. It's they're a, a rich family. Now, <laughs> now, there is an excuse to... There's an excuse why they have to keep the camera on the person now. Because the camera is the key. To see them. To see them. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So that'll be it'll be quite interesting. And by the way, not that it matters, and I could have said this off air, but uh, I hope there's more candy going around because I'm down. Yeah, I, no. I didn't want to give you on it. You're I the know, golden voice just, just of checking. the nerd watch. Just checking. I want to make sure there's enough left. I yeah, I don't want to. Good luck because those belong to Aaron. Oh, so. great. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys and girls, nerds and lady nerds, we are out of time. Uh, we will be back next week Tuesday. If same, there are any lady nerds still listening, <laughs> same nerd time. Sorry, same nerd channel. Listen, I was mocking a pig, a pig. Anyway. She's a nerd pig. Uh, you were calling Sean a dog earlier. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I a silent it, dog. I said it out of love. <laughs> I said it out of love. Uh, anyway, you can follow us I on... I love you, silent <laughs> dog. Facebook.com <laughs> slash the nerdwatch. You can follow us. You can also follow us on Twitter at nerdwatchnation. And you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore nerdwatch. And if you live uh, on, on Maui... If you live if on Maui, you live. can I live? <laughs> if you live on Maui, you I can listen to it. us on eighty-eight point five KAKU every Thursday at three PM. Listen to the show. Uh, hope you guys enjoy us. Give us feedback uh, and let us know what you guys want to talk about. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we enjoy it too. And uh, and if you don't it. live, anyway, <laughs> then die. Uh, <laughs> be dead. Be dead. Just be dead. Gannon, Format, Alika, Silent Sean. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's my favorite. Time of the week, every week, and that's not a joke. I really do mean it. I love doing this every week. Dope. Big shout out to our good friend uh, Alika and his wonderful comic book store, being Thank a massive guys. supporter and uh, uh, the place where we do the podcast every week. This is where we leave and Barry walks in, right? This is, yeah. This is... <laughs> Dude, time to record over the podcast, guys. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Barry's coming in. Time for us to get out of here. Um, but uh, we really do appreciate uh, all you've done for us, Alika. We're so glad you are here to, uh, to be supportive. Well, so we certainly appreciate it so thank you thank you very much and please come and support Alika if you live on Maui if you uh, are down here just throw money at him just throw just a yeah 
bunch of money at him. Make it rain. Everybody loves that money. He likes Adam. change. He likes dollar yeah, anything. bills. I'm not picky. Listen, make it <laughs> like a lot of rain in the comic Rallying to eliminate pennies. I'll take the <laughs> pennies. Take it all. Yeah. Um, Throw rolls at him. Yeah. More importantly, <laughs> <laughs> more importantly, come and support local business. Uh, 333 Dairy Road here on the lovely island of Maui. Come on down to support Maui comics and collectibles because it's not just comics. It's collectibles. It's games. It's everything that you're looking for. If uh, if you enjoy the things of your past and want to pass them on to your kids, it's one of the best places to do it here at Maui Comics and Collectibles. Gentlemen, it's been real. It's been fun. I cannot wait till next week. It's been real fun. It's been real fun. It's been real and fun. It's been real and fun. But not fun real and fun. Real. <laughs> so until next time, same nerd time, same nerd channel. Peace out. Much love. Ooh. Most assuredly, always stay nerdy. Until then, we say to you, Aloha! Aloha. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs>